low and welcome to Drop Frames. I'm joined by Co and uh, Mysterious Night Traveler, Zeke. Zeke? You, you said it was my turn. I had to dress up as a knight. I, you didn't tell me which knight to be. So I'm, I just picked a knight and I'm dressed up as a knight. <sighs> That's what you said. You said you have to dress up as a knight for this this podcast and and now and now i'm doing it why do you look disappointed i put this took this took literal minutes to put together fair enough fair enough is this is this not what what we wanted it's great it's great you know okay (laughs) it is what it is zeke it is and you see, it. that's why I didn't do the full the full suit of armor because that joke was very small and it, it ran its course. And now we're ready to ready to go. <laughs> Excellent. You get it out of your system. The full suit of armor for a thirty second joke didn't seem like you know <laughs> economically uh, responsible. Sure. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> how are you guys doing, Co? What's going on with you? Bless his heart. Um, it. I am very excited for today. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Yeah, short and sweet. That's what's going on. Short and sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Zeke, everything. Are you good? What are you? Is are you okay? Did you overheat with the the massive green screen gown on? No, no, I'm great. I'm doing. I'm doing excellent. Okay. Thank you for asking, JP. How are you? Sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, if I'm honest, I'm a little nervous, less because the interview, but more because of things that'll be happening at the show. If that makes sense, but we'll get to that all a little bit later. Uh, let's bring on our guest. Cause I think that's why everyone's here. I love that. He joined the call. I don't think you guys could see this. I don't know if he thought anyone could ever see this with the username, the dark urge. That's how, ooh, uh, ooh, that's how <laughs> our guest ooh. today, uh, from Larry studios, uh, spin the dark urge. How's it going, sir? Welcome to drop frame. Welcome back. I should say to drop frames. It's been two years since we've spoken. It's been two years indeed. Hello. Uh, all of you. Are you doing? Uh, we're doing well. We're doing well. But it, I- is, uh, it is awesome to see you. Uh, real quick, just to start the show off on the right foot, uh, Reynoldor had a question. Um, if a halfling gets a game over screen, if it sleeps with Halson in bear form, uh, the, the floor is yours. <laughs> we need to hire him, uh, them as a writer. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, that's a good place to start. Jokes aside, like. The past month, it's it's been bears. Bears are all the rage. Uh, Sven, like, did you expect that to go public when it did and how it did? And, like, how are you guys writing the, like, marketing aspect of the fact that you can have some extracurricular activities with bears and maybe other things in your game? <laughs> like, how how is that? How did that come to be? Oh, it's many questions all in one. Uh, so it certainly blew up much bigger than we expected. Uh, we didn't expect it to go this large. Uh, as how did it come to be? Uh, very natural, to be honest. Uh, if you know the character, uh, <laughs> nice. Halson, who's a druid in the game. Uh, he's been around for many hundreds of years. Uh, so he he's seen things, he's done things. Uh, he can wild shape. So he's been spending time with wolves and with bears and what have you. Uh, so he talks about it very openly. Um, and so he becomes a companion later in the game. If you do certain things for him. Uh, and, uh, but he's very open-minded. Uh, so he, um, in this particular scene, 
uh, basically says, well, um, we've been um, interested in one another and you can basically, you can see what happens, right? I mean, like he, he turns into a bear, holds himself back and then it's up to you what you do. And then the cinematic team did a really good scene around it because they have the little squirrel that comes in, which makes it <laughs> like... Uh, funny as it was intended to be. Sure. Uh, and it, uh, we, we picked that scene because it showed a lot of things at the same time. It showed uh, deep characters with a lot of background. It showed you good cinematics. It showed you humor. Uh, it showed you um, a, a number of things that you would not expect from the game that gives you choices, even at moments like that. So it shows lots of aspects that made BG3 the game that it is. And so that's why we liked it. And it did a really good job, actually. Yeah, I mean it. It took over social media. I don't. I didn't expect it, to see that many bears. Uh, it not only <laughs> took over social media. What was what was so interesting about that scene is all of a sudden Baldur's Gate was popping up in mediums on websites that you know Baldur's Gate three probably never would be on, but now it's like this thing happened in it. Let's all talk about it, and all of a sudden you're seeing it everywhere, which yeah. was uh, very cool to see as a big fan of the game. And uh, what's even wilder about it is I'd say ninety nine percent of everything seen was just positive just like this is hilarious look at this and then that would lead to the inevitable like players can really do this like what else can they do and that would kind of you know it, it's been a very yeah. interesting public discourse on that for sure yeah I, well, go, go ahead go ahead no no absolutely i mean that that's literally it right so it's uh, it's what it intended to show this game allows you to do much more than you expect and it rewards you visually in ways that you do not expect uh <laughs> And so, and it, it 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 does a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of scenes we could have picked. So this was one, but there, there's a lot of stuff that we could have picked. Yeah. Did Did you guys expect it to like? Because I'm sure not only the social media presence, but I'm sure internally, like sales shot up with that, with everything with that. Did you expect that, or were you just like, this is going to be a good way to show exactly what you just said, how big and how many things you could do in the game. This is a very hard question because you don't know what the different permutations look like. Mm. Um, we always expected BG3 uh, to rise back into the charts as we got closer to release because we had a lot of wish lists. Um, we also know what we made. We're very proud of what we made, so we think it's a very good game. Uh, so people will start talking about it. And so inevitably, I mean, hopefully, and that, that should lead to a picked up interest in the game. Sure. Uh, so uh, the bear certainly helped. Uh, because it, it, it it's like uh, uh, we gave the like, uh, an extra booster. Let's put it that way. But I, I I would like to think that it's also because of all the other stuff that we've shown, all the gameplay that we've shown to people. There's a lot more. And uh, we had this little press event. Uh, there was a bunch of people that came there. They walked out, uh, changed persons. They didn't expect it to be this extensive a game uh, with that much uh, depth and, and 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 production quality, really. Uh, so um, we heard that a lot from from people that were there. Maybe it's because we fed them and we gave them drinks or whatever. <laughs> uh, so, but I mean, but I, 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 yeah, obviously, I tend to agree with them. Sure, you're you're a little over ten ish days now. What, Co? What's the hold on, Co? What's the official countdown? How many days? Eleven days. Eleven days. Thank we're, you. We're, uh, I, hold on, let me check my Twitter. Yeah, go to your. Uh, tw- yes, eleven days. <laughs> eleven days till well, Baldur's Gate. <laughs> Actually, that brings up that brings up the question: eleven days and what time of day? Oh, perhaps? I was going to say oh. that's one of the first yeah. questions that one it was one of the that's most true. asked uh, from the community is is uh, do we know a time at which we will be able to play on the third? So we wanted uh, to do it very early in your morning, uh, but uh, Steam asked us to do it later, uh, early in their morning, uh, so that they could give the proper support. So it's going to be probably ten o'clock in the morning. Um, 
Pacific? Uh, Pacific? Yeah, Pacific, indeed. Okay. Okay. So that's a standard 1 p.m. ET. Yeah, exactly. Mindset. Okay. This yeah. time, actually, now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, yeah. exactly. On the, yeah. On, the, on the third. Uh, um, so it might still change, eh? but I mean, like, uh, I think they want to be around. Last time, Steam crashed when it when the game launched. It's very big also. It's a very large game, and so you need quite a lot of it stall. And so there's going to be a lot of uh, yeah, bytes traveling through the internet, I guess. Sure, sure. That's still a thing. How are you guys doing, and, and how's the the team doing? Like, are you, are you ready? Is it uh, is this the the like quiet calm before the storm? Like, wh- where is everyone's and, and yours head and, and mind at with all of this? Yeah, we're doing the last fixes, uh, last little bits that are being done. Uh, but it's very quiet here. I'm in the office in the, the Belgium studio, and there's two of us here. Uh, no, three of us. Sorry. Uh, so it's not a very spacious office just before release. So it's it's done essentially. Uh, there's obviously still bugs that we're uh, chasing. We're playing a lot. Uh, so uh, as we're doing these playthroughs, we discover things and then we do these small tweaks. But it's literally today, actually, uh, so probably already happened. They locked, like as the they locked the build. Oh, uh, so, so you're essentially testing. gold. Yeah, that's gold, right? If that that's not a thing the, anymore, it doesn't the, exist. The, the, uh, the new age gold, I guess. Well, we the still reserve the right to, to make some changes during the week. So we had this plan. So this week is still for like whatever must fix that pops up or a high priority thing that still pops up. Um, because every single time when you do, we call these, these massive integrates, uh, there's always something that can go wrong. So we are not going to check if something went wrong or not, and then we'll fix that up. Uh, but yeah, we're very close to, to, to finishing. Uh, so uh, hopefully everything goes well. No major disaster happens. We've had a few already, so uh, we'll, we'll see. Sure, sure. Uh, when you said something about the, the download stuff, uh, uh, how much, like, is there a, an amount you can preload before the, the actual, like, you know, button is pushed? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, so I'm not going to answer it because I actually don't know what they've planned for it. Sure. Uh, totally fine. But I, I imagine that they're going to do something, but I, I actually don't know. Uh, it's very large, okay. so it would be uh, would be cool. There's obviously the, the game has changed tremendously versus early access versus what's out there now. Uh, I quite heavily so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we will see. And this is probably, again, in the unknown category, but... Uh, players that have access right now, um, it's not advantageous to install and download what we can already. I'm assuming it's going to be a whole new thing for release. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's going to be, I assume that because everything's compressed and so that compression, there's not going to be a lot of, um, there might be a few bytes that are the same, but I, I would, I, basically it's going to be a full reinstall. Makes sense. Makes sense. You guys, uh, you said earlier that you and the team have, have finished playthroughs and I know you even tweeted about finishing a playthrough recently. Uh, can you say like what you were playing, what class, what race, uh, what, you know, path you took potentially? Yeah, so, yeah, sure. I mean, I've been uh, doing multiple permutations with cheats. So that means that I, I skip over certain things uh, because it's just to see if everything holds together. Uh, today, I just actually just before the show, uh, an hour before I finished a, um, an evil dark urge run. Uh, where I had uh, Lysel uh, with me. Uh, with or get Yankee Warrior, uh, I had um, one of our new companions, Mintara, with me. Uh, I had um, uh, Shadowheart, uh, Evil Shadowheart, I have to say, uh, with me also. Uh, and who's uh, my third uh, one that I did? Can't think of it now. Uh, I've been playing with them the entire time. 
Shadowheart, Lysel, uh, Mintara. No, and Dark Horse. No, that's it. That's the fourth. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And your what class were you playing on, like, your character? Druid. Druid. Okay. Uh, I wanted to t- test uh, Wild Shape and uh, all kinds of um, forms and see what was going to go wrong with it. So um, I... Uh, Forgot that this is the game in which uh, you can turn into a Ruffy, which is like a kind of a, a, an underdark cow, and have a conversation with another cow. Uh, or you can be a cat that can talk to a rat. And I saw intimidated rats, and so it was a lot of fun. Very evil. That's extremely evil stuff there. <laughs> ah, I, mean, I am not going to spoil it, but I did. I did some pretty gruesome stuff. Yeah, oh, I, I really did some really really bad stuff. I actually went full evil, as dark as I could. Uh, so I went, I went very dark. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Right. I saw, yeah, I'm uh, also the new ruler of the forgotten realms, by the way. So you, you may say, sir. Okay. <laughs> uh, sorry. I apologize, sir. Apologies, sir. Yeah. yeah. There, uh, speaking of evil random tangent, there's a, on live stream fellows, it's a popular like streamer, um, subreddit. The number one clip right now is a uh, soda popping, uh, kicking a squirrel and uh, killing the squirrel and <laughs> so the clips are already you know you're already getting all that stuff out They're there already it's already starting, starting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a very dark urge thing yeah. Uh, yeah it's happening it's happening uh kozik I, I don't want to dominate the questions by all means so feel free to jump in with anything you guys have sure well i have like a list of of community questions so zeke did you have anything specific that you wanted to ask nope go ahead co your turn awesome okay. <laughs> dig in so um, over the last couple of days, we've been collecting all sorts of great questions from all over the gambit. Uh, as as usual, if any of these questions are spoilery in your opinion, or you just can't answer them, feel free. No big deal. Um, first is from a fellow streamer, uh, Dan's Gaming. And he said, how much will our class and race affect the story and quests in the world? Now it's kind of an open-ended question, but just kind of in your own words, how would you say that would affect it? Uh, I find it quite amazing, actually, how much it does. Um, so I have this... Um well, I mean, like I, there was a run that really I thought it was really amazing is when I played a gift druid, and that's because there's a uh, there, there's a lot of druid reactivity, a lot of gift reactivity in certain sections of the game, and it was really very different from the previous run where I had uh, not played as that. So um, I'm not going to say or claim that for every single permutation you're going to have these big things, but there are ones where you're going to really say, "Oh wow, that is really different," because I am. Uh, of this race or I am um, of uh, this class uh, it's it, it really lets you uh, yeah play to the role uh, in a lot of ways uh, we had a team that's been busy in the last year specifically um, we call it the tag reactivity team uh, so they just went through all of the content and they just said okay well what can we do for each class each race to augment the feeling that you are that Ross place uh, race and class in that specific situation, right? And so they do a lot of stuff that I hadn't seen yet. So I've only really been seeing it in the last couple of months playing through it. And I say, wow, okay, this was really good. This was a really, I felt like a paladin. I felt like a druid. I felt like a sorcerer or a wizard here. And so it's fun. Um, I would say that uh, for the races, uh, there it depends a little bit on which type of race. If you're dragonborn or you're gif uh, or your drow, you will certainly have a quite low reactivity. If you're more of the normal races like dwarves and elves, then that's going to be more clustered in the same things. You will still get it. So it's really, it's asymmetric, uh, but I think that's normal. Uh, so, uh, but, uh, but it does. You, it's not going to happen that you've played as a class or as a race and you have not felt like that had an impact on your gameplay. Uh, so that is, that's for sure. There's really a lot of reactivity uh, to, to class and race. Cool. 
Awesome. I saw it pop up a ton of times in chat. It, it might even be in uh, our questions that the co pulled here. People want to know if you can roll for stats. Like just th- that's no. the number one thing out of the gate is no rolling yeah. for stats. No, no. It's one of, um, so we wanted to, uh, but we got it. And uh, the only reason we got it was production uh, reasons. Uh, so it's not hmm. that we thought it was a bad idea, but I mean, like we, we've been working on this game for a long time. And at some point, we just said, it's okay, we stopped features and putting it in. That's one of the features that was, was, was cut at that time. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was definitely, I think, one of the ones that I saw uh, that popped yeah. up the most. Um, Co, you got any more? We'll wrap it Oh, absolutely. Um, so uh, from Reddit, uh, a gentleman named Grunt5000 actually is planning on doing a big playthrough with his friends. And he's kind of, I think, kind of new to these games. And he said, will my friends be able to contribute in conversations in co-op mode if they didn't initiate said conversation or interaction? Uh, so the way that you can do that in this game is you can suggest what the others should be saying. So you get the option to suggest uh, uh, which question notes uh, you want the, the other players to do. But the one that initiates the conversation is the driver of the conversation. So we don't have a, a big discussion system. Uh, dominantly because the number of permutations that that would lead to would explode it infinitely. Uh, so we actually had that system in there for some time, uh, but it was just not tenable. It was too much. Uh, so we gotcha. did experiment with it. Uh, especially because it's also a cinematic game, right? Uh, there are, um, but you, the, the, that set, there's a lot of moments where you, you have to make critical choices. And I'm sure if you're going to play it, you're going to have the same thing with your chat, uh, where there's going to be a lot of discussion. Uh, and so in critical conversations, the entire party is dragged in. So you're aware of it. In other conversations, mm. you can listen in. So you can always listen in. You can always see when somebody's talking. Uh, but in critical conversations, it's going to be like, well, and there's some really critical ones where it's a lot gets decided and that changes the world tremendously, which can be good and bad for different party members. Uh, so you you will uh, be able to yeah, discuss with one another heavily. Cool. Cool. And, and, and just talk to, to each other for, again. <laughs> yeah. uh, for a little bit of just extra clarification, um, whoever initiates the, the conversations all of the roles and checks in the conversation will be on that character, correct? Yeah, but okay. the others can contribute. Uh, for instance, if Shadowheart has guidance, uh, she can aid in, in the role by giving a bonus uh, on the guidance. Ah. Uh, so oh, you get cool. the okay. Yeah, cool. Makes yeah, cool, you can make cool. your you can make the main character more smarterer if you have the spell to do it. Yes, yes. I, yes I know exactly. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's correct. Uh, you can, um, uh, yeah. Go also, ahead, just a, a quick yes or no one. Uh, Brett Assassin on Twitter was wondering if you anticipate the game being Steam Deck verified at or at some point shortly after launch. Uh, it's a really good question. Uh, we are actually trying. Uh, so we are. Um, there was a new version of Proton that came out. Uh, so Pro- Proton yep. Experimental was just like yesterday, I think. Yeah. Uh, so we're... Uh, we're working on it. So we're trying to get it there. It might not be there on the day of release, but it's not very far off. Uh, so awesome. we're working, uh, we're, uh, we got, uh, well, I mean, like I literally was looking at it yesterday. Cool. So. Cool. Great. You were talking with, uh, with our answering code just now, uh, in terms of talking with chat, is there any plans for, this is a very streamer centric question. Any plans for Twitch integration, uh, somewhere down the line? There is. Oh, there is uh, there's it. Actual, yeah, there, there's Twitch integration. Yeah. Fantastic. So I was that's not gonna, aware. That's going to be upgraded and updated. Uh, on day of life, um, you we'll can also switch off bear sex if you want. There's a button. Uh, 
I'll hold you to that. I'm wondering if there's going to be a category. Like, is that going to oh, be wow. a category on so, like the new category system? Like, excessive, excessive bear sex. No, and, and, but but realistically, is there also a toggle to only allow bear sex? <laughs> well, that would require the three of you to play druids, uh, pick bear as wild shape, and just stick around okay. in the same area. I mean, pick a okay. corner in the forest and just. <clears throat> Hey, I'm down if you guys are. <laughs> you know what? We're, we're, we're all adults here. You know? Sure. We'll figure something yeah. out. We'll figure yeah. something out. Um, on a slightly more, less bare sexy note, uh, Cookie Knight on Twitter was wondering, how will multi-classing affect class-specific dialogue, particularly if you have yeah. the same level in multiple classes? So in the dialogues, you get them all. Uh, so if you are a thief, uh, sorry, if you're a rogue uh, and you're a wizard, you get the options for rogue and then you'll get the options for wizards in your dialogue. Uh, awesome. So they'll Just options. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You get extra options uh, because you know them both. Uh, and that works pretty well, actually. Sweet. Excellent. Cool. So this is a bit of a broader question, and this is one I'm very interested in, too. Uh, Redditor Arc724 says, I'm very curious about the struggles they went through with 5E's resource attrition and rest systems and translating that into the game. Yeah, it's uh, we've we've been a little bit all over the place with that through the entire development, um, trying stuff out. We settled now on our camp supply system where supplies is actually uh, the thing that defines whether or not you're going to be able to get fully rested, yes or no. Uh, uh, we experimented with, um, we call them danger zones, zones where you can't rest. So, you mm -hmm. know, if you played the original, original games, there were moments like, oh my God, I, I can't because I'm in this dungeon. And so it was really a, a question of resource management. Uh, turns out most playtesters hated it. Uh, so we still have a couple of them where it really makes narrative sense, but we, we had to remove quite a few of them uh, of these danger zones because uh, people do, our combats are quite intense. And so they usually come out uh, with like one HP after a combat. And so they really need to rest. And if they then have to walk outside of a dungeon to be able to rest, to then go back into the dungeon, that turned out to not be that much fun. Uh, so uh, we reduced that. So right now we have a, a system where you, uh, you take your camp supplies. Uh, you can go camp wherever, uh, unless you're in a danger zone. And if you're in a danger zone, your map is going to be red. So you'll know that you can't uh, rest there. And there's, there's quite a, a lot of locations, but not as much as we initially planned. Initially, we, we thought that uh, resource attrition was going to turn out to be a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, it, it turned out not to be the case. <laughs> People don't generally like losing things slowly in video games. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, makes um, sense. Just real, real quick, I just had a real quick one. Um, uh, people want to play this on their Steam Deck. Uh, is there like, is it optimized? Is it is it good to go, or what's going on? Well, that's uh, what, what he asked before, right? So the uh, <laughs> Steam Deck, we're going to try. Uh... Did I miss the question? Totally missed it. You it's did? okay. Yeah, it's it's okay. all right. Okay. Don't Look, don't I got Zeke. I got mine. Hold on. I'm out. I'm out. Zeke, I got mine about Twitch integration. You got yours about the same question. We all get one. Yeah, yeah we're good. All right? We all get yeah. one. We all get one. <laughs> nice night, by, uh, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. See, Sven liked it. Sven liked my joke. The friendly oh, ghost man. Zeke. Yeah, friendly ghost Zeke. Uh, I'm I'm curious, and I think we maybe asked a, a similar question the last time you were on. But you guys have boomed to what, like 400 ish employees now as a studio, and, and I'm always so interested. And, and we always talk about this whenever anything happens in the industry with so many other game companies. Like, 
How do you keep Larry and Larian and not like fall into these pitfalls that, you know, are in this industry? Cause there's so many of these things over and over yeah. and over. Like it, it seems to just uh, cyclical almost every year where like another company does X thing, but Larian remains Larian. Like what, what is it that you think makes that happen? <sighs> if, if there, if you can pinpoint right? it. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know what the answer. I mean, like I, I can't judge for others. Um, I think, we're a company, but there's many companies like that. So um, we really very care a lot about what we're making. Um, the um, we've always had this thing where we have quality, time, and budget, and time and budget are sub um, uh, subjugated to quality, uh, which is not necessarily always the smartest thing. But it's been the company, and it's what we want to do. We don't want to do want to do it differently. Um, so and that passion you will you'll find. Across the, the team, it's everywhere, and people will always say, "Yeah, well, if you you join us, you got to be pre- prepared. We're going to redo things. We're going to redo them and redo them, and that's not for everybody. Not everybody can handle that, and it's fine, which is okay. But we are the ones that will redo it and redo it until we think it's fun, because otherwise, we're not gonna. We we, we don't like it. We literally are. Um, I think maybe the, that's the best one to capture. We really want to play this thing ourselves uh, and enjoy it. Uh, and so we will do everything so that we will enjoy it to the point that we can't anymore uh, because we overdid it, uh, which happens. Uh, so, and I think that's, um, and because it, uh, yeah, because of the way that it's structured, I guess that's, that's the thing. So I'm not, as long as I'm going to be running this, <laughs> this is going to be the way, right? It's going to always be, uh, we're just going to make something that we want to play ourselves. And as long as we have a good sense of what, we what that what or as long as what we like is what the the audience likes we will be okay in the moment that what we like doesn't match that anymore we'll probably be in trouble uh <laughs> but uh that's the way it is i mean like but uh, i i would hate to make something where i can't be proud of what we made and that comes out it's just not certainly not also, my age anymore sure sure <laughs> just uh just to add something um funny enough I was talking with somebody who works at Larian Studios, who's been working on Baldur's Gate 3 a pretty good amount. And funny enough, I asked him a very similar question as JP just asked Sven, except his answer was significantly shorter. In fact, it was one word. His answer was Sven. <laughs> that's very he kind said, of him. <laughs> that's, that's why Larian is where it is. And that's why we have, he goes, is Sven basically like does everything <laughs> like and he keeps it that's not true yeah i know <laughs> yeah well but it's very I, kind of him yeah, <laughs> yeah he had some very nice things to say about you so you apparently mm-hmm. uh, are inspiring some good stuff in your team for the record but yeah okay was, uh, yeah. but I, I have a very good team also i mean like it's it, they are really uh and and i've said this a few times in interviews before and i, I want to make a point of it this because people are about to discover what they did and they haven't <laughs> really seen it yet uh this is a team at the top of their crafts. They're literally, you can sense it in everything that they're doing. So they're so masterful in the way that they are doing their things. Uh, it's really a joy to see it in action. And, and, and I've seen some of these grow over time. So but what you see now, what they're doing, it's really, really good. And we've been lucky enough that we've been joined also by a whole bunch of people as we've grown that are also at the peak of their craft. And so you're seeing the combination of that in there. And so that's going to, I think, um, it, it's... It's one of the reasons because it's in everything, you know, it's in, in, in even the smallest details when you walk around. Like yesterday I was walking in the attic of a vampire house. I won't 
spoil it and tell you where it was. Okay. And so somebody had taken the trouble of uh, dropping a number of books in there uh, in different locations that you went. It's like a small diary. And it was a story of a woman uh, who had become a vampire uh, because it was her family tradition. Uh, and it was a beautiful story that was etched out there. And then you could see that the team that had worked with that said, okay, well, this woman, she would have lived like this. This is what she lived in the attic, clearly. So this is how the attic is going to look. We're going to make like that. Okay, but we need to put some gameplay in there. Then they started putting gameplay around it. And it was a, like, it was a really fun little puzzle that they made out of it with a very nice twist at the ending. And so, and it looked beautiful. It felt beautiful. It had great sound. The, the, the storyline was very good. And it was, that, it was a little thing. They just did it, you know, oh, yeah, sure. This is what we're going to do here. And that, that, that level of, of, of attention to detail is what you'll find throughout the entire game, which is really what, what I find so special about it. Uh, it rewards exploration in so many ways just because the team had so much passion for what they were making. And they, they cared so much because, I mean, you have no idea how many D&D players there are in the office uh, who really like, this is, this is going to be it, guys. This is D&D. This, we're going to do this. And so you, you see that all come together and it's great. It's really absolutely, it's absolutely great. I kept on being, uh, I guess, look, this is my job, right? But uh, promoting the game, but I really, yesterday I was playing in this section. I was here for 20 minutes silent, watching this end of one of the particular permutations of uh, Astarian, the Vampire, and Shadowheart. Uh, and I, um, it, was, it was amazing. And I was, tell, telling my, I was saying to myself, oh my God, I hope this is the path that the reviewer picks because it's so <laughs> incredibly good. Uh, right? So, and, but nobody's going to pick it because it was so evil. Uh, so, but it's, like, uh, it, but yeah, it was really, they might, you never uh, know. Yeah, I was say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, I, but it was, I mean, like you, well, you'll see for yourselves, but okay. it was really good. And, but it was good because of, again, that attention to detail that there was in every single aspect of how that storytelling was done visually, auditive, uh, the narrative, the way that all of these, these gameplay sections are, are arranged to, uh, against one another. So it's, it's really, yeah, it's really what, why I founded this company to make this kind of thing. Awesome. You, you brought up reviewers. Is reviewing this game a, like a weird process because there's so many permutations yeah. in it that it's that, you know, reviewer a can get something completely different from the other, you know, hundred reviewers that they'll never experience right on, on one playthrough. Is that like a worry? Is that just the game? Is that how it is? <laughs> You know, it's a serious worry because uh, we're also, because we moved our date uh, earlier, we compressed review right. time. That's actually one of the things we sacrificed. Uh, mm. So in moving it forward, you said, okay, well, we'll just, uh, we'll have less time for the reviewers as a result of this. Uh, and um, yeah, it worries me because I would like them to see exactly how much there is. I would like them to see the different permutations to see how it is because it is, um, I think it will be obvious when you play it, but I don't know anymore because I've played so much of it and I've seen so much of it. Uh, so I, uh, but I hope that they're they're going to be aware or at least try a number of things and say, "Oh, holy shit! That that did that just happen? Did that game completely rotate because I just did that?" And the answer will be, "Yeah, yeah, it did." Uh, sure, because that's what it does. All right. So yeah. I, I I will I say hope that if uh, they are like any of the reviewers are like upset or disappointed or or whatever with any sort of like path or ending they get, I hope they blame themselves because of the choices they <laughs> well made. Said. Sure. No, no, that's not true. No, 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 that, that's us. That's us. That's us. We need to make sure that you always have a good time, right? So that's our jobs. Uh, so it's just that um, 
you can't have like 110% on everything, right? So you need to, there needs to be some variation. Or there will inevitably be some variation. There are things in there that we, we genuinely as a team are convinced of, this is really, really good. Uh, there are moments in there. There are, there's, there's really a very wide spectrum of emotion that you're, that you're going to get as you're going to play it, as it should be, because for a lengthy RPG based on D&D, that, that's what it is. Uh, but you, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I've, I hate review um, at times because that's like it's out there. Can't do anything anymore. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I can do is like just go and sit in a corner and just say they're going to hate it and then just see what happens and then wait until to hear what it is. So I don't know. Uh, review code is going to go out very soon now. So we'll see and see what happens. Um, speaking of experience, raw, visceral emotion, um, will druids be able to talk to Boo? Ha! The question we debated that question for a very long time. Uh, so, if you wild shape, you can talk to other animals. It's one of the ways that you can talk to animals uh, if you want. That's how I am with my cat. I made it a point of turning into a cat whenever I saw a rat. Uh, but Boo is special. Uh, Boo is special. And exactly how special, you'll have to find out yourself. Uh, uh, Follow up question When you picked Samuel L. Jackson to voice him, how did that process go? <laughs> <laughs> no, no I, I i don't want to i don't want to hype this up because I, 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 no but we 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 actually the the mystery of boo is that it's the mystery of boo so we wanted to leave it alone and uh, okay. so um i think you'll find a really good minsk uh at least i i enjoy him um you'll uh because obviously you're 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 mind melding with one another so because of the the, the tadpoles that you share with one another so that'll be interesting uh but um yeah you'll find out you'll find for yourselves i mean i i, I, I love the scene in which you find the well, well never mind you'll find out <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna say <laughs> danger yeah you gotta be careful you gotta be careful <laughs> yeah oh man Oh, um, one kind of just quick mechanical question, and, and this is kind of opens a door into a little bit of, of, of what you guys were thinking about this. So a lot of 5e players uh, noticed that there was no dodge action. Is that, mm -hmm. like, how did, how did that thinking come around? Is it there in different forms? Like, how, what, how does that work? No, it's not in there. Uh, so that's the, uh, there's no ready, there's no dodge. Uh, so those are, um, there's a, so... Whether or not that's the right decision, we'll see with the mods. Uh, if people are going to mod it in, it's possible. Uh, Probably already uh, have. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, but um, we're not shipping with it. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, kind of a more more broad, open end development question. Uh, this is from Enzevil on Twitter. What was the hardest thing to make for you in the game? What, what was the thing that you most iterated on? And on the other side, what was surprisingly easy for you? <laughs> so the hardest one was actually uh, the bit that we made during COVID. Uh, that was the hardest bit, uh, just because it was the, the we were working in completely different circumstances than we were used to. So it was very hard to make those bits. Um, I got to say that the, uh, the ones that were the easiest ones but it, in hindsight, it should have been predicted, right? So we had this city that we were making. We were afraid of the city, but we worked hard on the city. But to be fair, that was probably easier than making the bit that we made during COVID, uh, even if the city was such a big, big, big thing with so much content going on. Uh, so um, in this particular game, I think that would be the, the thing. The hardest one would have been everything we'd made during COVID just because it was 
so such a dark time. Uh, mm. So uh, conversely, we also it's a it's a dark section in the game, uh, which I realized afterwards. So oh, that's funny. Actually, we made a dark one of the darkest section in the games is what we made during this darkest time in our development career. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, so makes sense. And a lot of that worked out. Um, <laughs> also, also uh, going back to kind of the the early access process. Uh, Arc of Aether on Twitter is wondering if there is there if there are any particular character class interactions in early access that most players missed that you that you looking at your data. Sorry, can, can you say that again? Cool. Sorry, um, I missed they, you. They there. were wondering is are there any particular character or class interactions in early access that most players missed? Was there was there anything in the early <laughs> access that was like that you saw in I your would... data? <laughs> yeah. So I so I. Personally, don't look that much at the data because otherwise it's going to influence me too much. Uh, oh, so um, I, I sometimes tell the, the team like, "Oh, nobody picks that option," but I actually don't really know what I'm talking about. Uh, so, but uh, the um, so I wouldn't be able. I, I, I would have to ask uh, um, one of our analytics guys to to tell you uh, the answer. So I don't know. Cool. Very cool. Uh, I. Kind of a outside of the game, outside of Baldur's Gate, just real quick, personal question for you. Did, did you have like a comfort game or a, a piece of media that you would revisit or constantly play? Like when you weren't playing Baldur's Gate for the umpteenth time that you would often go to during the six years of development? Yeah, it's painful because I'm so bad at it. It's uh, Into the Breach on my Switch. Uh, nice. Great nice. one. Great one. I suck so hard at it. <laughs> 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 and I just keep on going back to it. It's ridiculous because I travel a lot for my job and I, I am on the plane and I got all these games that I loan on my Switch and I just keep on going back to Into the Breach. Hey, it's uh, comfort. That's how it is. Yeah, exactly. Nothing yeah. wrong with that, yeah, man. Nothing that's wrong that's a that great point. Yeah, dude. My Steam, my Steam uh, says I have over 300 hours in that game. <laughs> there you go. So I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. On that. yeah. It's great. It's great. I was uh, reading another interview that he did. I think it was with, with Eurogamer. You, you probably mentioned it multiple times in multiple interviews. But you said that uh, Ultima 7 is your, uh, you said that the game that defines you. Uh, what What is like your favorite Ultima 7 memory, your core memory of that game that, you know, if you had to say, Ooh. you oftentimes go back to and think about yeah, there was a Lish in uh, Ultima 7, and he told you that he was unkillable, and he wasn't. Uh, but he was really, really, really hard to kill. And I spent, I don't know how much time in that dungeon trying to fucking out. Oh, man, I'm going to kill this Lish. It's impossible. You can't kill this thing, right? So, But it was, it was lying. That was, and the game was trying to tell me via various clues. Uh, but other than that, it was just a sheer sense of reward for exploration. I picked that up from that game. I said that this is one of the games that rewards exploration so much uh, through systemics, through systemic interaction with the world, because you, you had to put your little crates next to one another and climb on top of it to get through things. And like there were secrets everywhere. I loved it. Uh, and it's been it's heavily defined uh, how I, I think RPGs should make, uh, make because I want to get that same feeling from our own games. Um, and to you know what? It's funny that you mentioned it, JP, because yesterday... I was uh, in the city uh, and uh, I said, oh, we got it. All right. And I was literally, that was that feeling that I, that I had a long time ago when I was playing Ultima 7. I felt it as I was walking through the city, exploring nice. one of the houses. And I said, okay, we got it. it. It just felt like that because I hadn't seen what they had done with the house. I knew the general intention, but they had put in multiple things in there that, that, that were secrets upon secrets and then another secret and then a nice reward and felt good. Was that the first time that you had had that, that feeling so far in the game when it kind of, you know, 
as it's taken so long in the journey to get to that point? Uh, I think so. To, to be fair, yeah, because, well, we, no, there's another section where I had it in the game. I'm not going to tell you which one uh, earlier on. Because I said, okay, that's actually, that, that nailed it. Um, yeah. And, but there's, here it was, it was special because it just, it, it just reminded me of a moment that I had in the past and that I never told anybody in the team on there, but I was having it at, as I was playing it. And I felt like, uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was a really good day yesterday, actually, because I also, I'm, I'm preparing, I'm, I'm doing a little thing. I was preparing for it and I, uh, I came up with this really, really cool, insane idea of how I'm going to do it. And I had that also happening and it worked and I was so happy because I, I enjoy <laughs> when the systems allow you to do something in the game. Like, uh, the, the, the designers intended it to be like this, but I find a way of completely bypassing it, but which fulfills my role playing itch. And so I, uh, I discovered that yesterday also, also in the city. I, uh, I found the ultimate way of robbing a bank is essentially what I did. Uh, and it was okay. really, and I thought I already knew it, how to do it, because I did it actually at that press event I was telling you about. Uh, but I found a so much better way of doing it, uh, So, which is ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous, uh, but it's really cool. Cool, cool. Uh, cool. amazing. let's keep going with, uh, with community questions here in the final Absolutely. 10 minutes or so. Um, Unpopular Onion has this question, and I'm going to add a little bit of my own preface to it. You guys have created something incredible. Like you said, you have this very fine, finely honed team of extremely experienced people making this engine that you have Baldur's Gate 3 in. Unpopular Onion is wondering, will there ever be a Dungeon Master tool with ways for people to create their custom campaigns and maps for their own D&D campaigns? Uh, so, no, I don't think, because that would be a huge undertaking in its own. Uh, to do Massive. it really yeah exactly so uh i wish we had it because it would make our jobs easier um uh, so uh so no uh, i don't think we're going to be uh going to be doing that it's uh it's this type of because it's it would be very complicated yeah. is that Probably. something that would be left yeah is that is that something that might be left to like modders and stuff like that so we will support modding uh, so as uh, after release, well, there will be a lot of support coming for modding. I mean, not right away because we're focusing on finishing game right now. Uh, but um, it will still be quite a challenge to do it. Uh, you do have the engine is there and it allows you to do a lot of stuff, uh, really a lot of stuff already. Um, but you, the, the problem is that the visuals that you have to put in are, are quite expensive to make in terms of time that you have to put in there. So. And there's no generate me a dungeon thing. There's no easy way of rapidly putting a dungeon together. So you would have to spend time on it. You would need team to do it. Uh, so, um, but I'm not saying that's undoable. I mean, it's just the way that it is right now. Hmm. Okay. Speaking of that, and and we this is a, there's a couple of questions that we just had literally 50 plus people ask. And of course, this is super early. And I was even debating asking this because the game's not even out yet. Um, but have you guys? alluded to or talked about more content coming in the future for Baldur's Gate 3 uh, or anything like that? Or are you just focusing on the release 100%? Uh, well, I'm not going to say 100%, but pretty much 100%. Definitely right now. <laughs> uh, so, no, we've been, uh, obviously, I mean, like, um, we're a studio like any other, right? So we already know what we're going to do next, uh, but we haven't alluded it to it at all uh, yeah. externally. Uh, I, I don't think so. Awesome. 
Uh, just a quick mechanical question to slide in there. Uh, this is from LK Biohazard on Twitter. Will it be possible to trigger more than one companion scene per night at the camp? Currently in EA, due to the one limit, it can cause sometimes uh, a scene to be missed. So uh, the camp system has been uh, upgraded uh, significantly. Um, you got to be careful in what you think of as a missed night because people have this completionist view. Uh, yes. And and you can't, you, ca you just can't. This game doesn't allow you to be completionist because you just can't see everything. Uh, so what it does is, for instance, I'll give you a really simple example. In one of the early nights that you have in early access, there's a moment where uh, I think it's a second night or something like that. And you can talk uh, to Shadowheart or Starn or Gale or whoever's in your camp and they'll have an extensive dialogue. And then if you go talk to Shadowheart, she'll say, what were you two talking about? Right? If you would have gone to a shadow heart, she would have had her dialogue and nobody else would have said, what were you two talking about? Right? So you would already have to do it in the right sequence just to be able to get that moment with her uh, and to, 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 to consume all of the content. It's full of those things. Right? It's full of things where you're never going to see um, things because they react to what you did. Uh, and uh, the, the trying to see everything is just not going to work. What I can tell you is that the game has systems in place and people will discover what they are um, to make sure that if there's something that was important, you will not miss it. Uh, it will always make sure that you see everything that you need to see. Uh, you will hmm. get to discover. But I don't want to... How many times do I got to play this... <laughs> How many times do I got to play this goddamn game to see everything? <laughs> um, it's going to be very hard. Actually, I don't think there's uh, anybody uh, that's seen everything unless you actually really use our debug tools. Uh, so, because um, it's it's made to, I, I, I use this uh, analogy where I say, it's like, we, what we try to do is because it's not cinematic, we try to make a screenplay tailored to your play. A screenplay that's made for you specifically on your play session where you get movie, interactive movie with a whole bunch of systemic gameplay in there that is literally giving you what you should be getting based on what you've been doing. And I don't think there's been a lot of RPGs like that before. I can't, I can't think of one because I would, I would be all over it right now. So at least at the level that we've done it. Um, and so we'll see. I mean, if that works out and you guys think the same thing, definitely let me know. Uh, so, uh, because it's what we try to, it's what we try to do. It's we try to say when you, you think about all the adventures that you've had, you would say, yeah, that was actually because it was me. Uh, and that's what I did. And then when uh, you talk to each other, you say, holy shit, that didn't happen to me at all. all right? Well, that's probably because you didn't do these things. You did different things. And that's how, in my ideal version of RPGs, that's how it should be. Right? Mm. So you get this really immersive narrative experience uh, where you're free to do whatever shenanigans you want, but you always get a story that's really uh, um, taking you on a really fantastic ride, specifically there to the things that you have done. Awesome. awesome goal. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. Uh, I think we can do one or two more depending on. Okay. The this is a quick one. This is more of just a, something the community was wondering. I saw this question was like, Oh man, now I'm curious too. This is from pure establishment on Reddit. The question I have to ask Sven is what exactly he was talking about when back in an interview, he said that he had this huge secret for years. The quote, <sighs> I got a thing I can't talk about. So I've been sitting on this <sighs> for years already. So you already know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what it, I know also know what I meant. Have you divulged that secret? I have, yes. Was it the dark urge? No, it was beer sex. No, no, it was, it was the dark urge. 
six years ago. <laughs> he just wanted to see what would happen if you included it in the game. He wanted to see that two is animals. That is serious <laughs> PR planning. Well done to I'm you just, and the team. No, no, no. Just, right like, before release, they're going like, to get... <laughs> I'm seeing in my head like the voiceover of the no-clip documentary be like, it all started in a very weird way. Yeah, is Finn <laughs> just sitting in a zoo like, or something like that? Baldur's Gate 3. He's like... <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> no, it was a dark urge. It was indeed a dark urge. Yeah, cool. that was the, the dark it. urge. That was uh, something I always wanted to put in a game, and so and uh, the team embraced it. They came up with a really cool version of it, and you'll see uh, it fits really well. It addresses a lot of stuff that I've seen people talk about that I couldn't talk about. Ah. Uh, so I, I enjoy, um, yeah, I enjoy it being in there now. So and it's cool, but I. As much as I hate to say it, I wouldn't actually recommend it for people that play the first time. Really? Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, people will, I know. I mean, but I, I wouldn't. Uh, but it's, it's fine. It's, um, it just gives you, because you, you get different versions of the story um, and, and there, there's a variety of things that are going to happen uh, where you, you could have had something completely different if you were in Dark Urge. Right, and it's nice to know how this is how the story goes. I'm the dark earth now. I get a completely different perspective on it. Holy shit! Uh, there, there's a there's this holy shit moment that comes, but works better if you already know the first version around. I don't want to this the dark sure, version. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like okay. it's a it's a problem with the avatar versions. The avatar versions are actually really cool. Uh, so what we call, we meant um, avatar version. I mean, your origin system where you can become a character and see it through their perspective. But they work better if you played the game already once, because then you see it through their eyes, and then you say, "What was what was Shadowheart thinking the first time she saw you?" Right. So, and now you know when you're in their head, because then you're talking to yourself, and so, but you know some of their secrets also, uh, because it's you, so you know the secrets. So it's better if you first recruit them as companions, and then afterwards, when you know the secrets, you go back and say, "Okay, well, what does it mean if I have these things in in my head?" That's why we add these origins for replay value. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, cool. yeah. as a quick follow-up, um, would you recommend a custom character or an origin character over your very first character? I would always pick a custom uh, yeah. and, and discover my companions. I, um, I think the origins come into play when you replay it. That said, there's nothing wrong with picking an origin, right? Mm -hmm. It's just uh, like um, the entire origin system is about where do you put the camera? Right? And whose head do you put the camera on the same thing? It's the reason why all these things work. If the three of you are going to play as Origins and you play together, you're going to have a good time. You're just going to have and you're going to be in and uh, you might be in competing situations also where your interests don't align with one another, especially from your Origin background, which is fun uh, and then works well. So, uh, but that's, yeah, you, you'll discover all, all this for yourselves very soon if everything goes well. Awesome. Last super quick follow-up on that. Um, I know that traditionally origin characters are kind of locked or, or their, their classes are kind of uh, very much a part of their character. Will you be able to respec them similar to the other characters as well? Yeah, you, have, uh, you can respec everything. And you can respec through the game also. Uh, there's a gold price to be paid, uh, but you can uh, respec uh, anybody. Uh, the only things that are actually locked in are the... Um, the subclasses of uh, two of our origin characters when you start playing, uh, mm. when you recruit them, but the, um, you can respec in any case, so it doesn't really matter. Great. It's just, but in their head, 
they will always have that in their background. That's important to say. Like, okay. Will will okay. always be a warlock. He will because his story doesn't work if he wasn't a warlock. Elson will always be, be a druid. Yes, exactly, but <laughs> not necessarily. And uh, but he will, even if you respect him, he will still be a druid uh, narratively, because okay. otherwise that would become impossible. Right. right. And with those two little specific side classes, if you were to spec respect out of them, you could respect back into them on those two characters. They're not gone forever if you respect out of them. No, 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 no. You can you can just keep on respecting. Uh, your um, you, you meet a character that allows you that gives you a narrative reason why you can respect, and so you can just go and talk to that character, and then it'll say. Hello, I want to respect and says this this amount of gold, please. He said, I don't have any gold. Well, don't bother me then. And then <laughs> Fair enough. Awesome. Fair enough. Uh, That's it for me. Yeah, final yeah, question. Thanks for everyone who submitted questions. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much uh, for one putting that thread out and everyone else that there was like 200, 300 responses on Reddit. It was, oh, yeah. It was wild. People are very excited for the game and had a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, final question for me is what what's the next like week? look like for you is it heads down finish i mean you submitted the game you said today but you're still doing some bug fixes but yeah so, the office so the normal most, times like everything normal longer days than than usual but it's a triage really uh you always decide what do we put into the final game what do we leave for a patch and uh, you have these lists that accumulate and so it's uh, the triage process it's the most boring thing in the universe uh, it's really not a lot of fun <laughs> but it has to happen it's an important part of release uh, so but that's been life uh, I've been playing a lot so I've been playing a lot also the entire team is playing right now anyway uh, so everybody's playing uh, what they've been working on for all this time uh, and so basically as a, as a final big beta test uh, for sure issues will come up and there will be panic uh, everything that's associated with the release how it goes like, uh, yeah is is, yeah, exactly. is launch day just a 24 hour whirlwind for you where sitting you, by the bat phone waiting it, for the call <laughs> yeah. so well we we so we have two it's a funny it's a really good question because our studio heads have been asking this the entire time what do we do do we do a big party don't we do a big party do we do a big party don't we do a big party so i don't know i mean like if there's something that we missed uh, so typically when you release something there's always a hot fix because there's something that you missed and you don't know what it's going to be it's like device driver 320,000 point a does not work and it's like five percent of the internet has it do something and then uh, that kind of thing so that's the hot fix process um so we have two release parties planned. We have one for the release date and one a week later. The one a week later. The party. Is, uh, the, the actual case. party. The actual, <laughs> the actual party. party. The, the one that do, you can, do. you know, actually drink yeah. at. Yeah, yeah and relax. Yeah, let loose yeah. a little bit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, the day itself, depending on how it goes, we'll see. We don't know. We actually really, uh, I mean, like, this is a huge game. It's very large. Sure. Right? So uh, it's, yeah, it's large. So we don't know. I we'll think it, see. I think I speak for a lot of us. It still blows our mind that with a game this large, that you guys were like, you know what? We're going to do this a month earlier than we anticipated. Like it's 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 mind blowing. That that sets a lot of you know hopefully great expectations on how you feel about the state of the game. So yep. we're very uh, yeah. very excited for sure. We were also late actually, and so that's uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we're early. Let's not getting specific. You said it, not <laughs> us. You said it. <laughs> we were going to just leave that a little, you know, amorphous. But that's yeah. Like, yeah. So, no, it was also the split between the console and PC that made it possible. Yeah. Uh, so uh, moving the console later uh, suddenly removed a bunch of pressure that allowed us to release the PC version earlier. So All right. find out very soon. Cool. Uh, yeah. Zeke, you cool. got any final questions? I had one, yeah, one last question. Um, it, will it be optimized for Steam Deck? 
Just I knew it. I knew it. You had to ask. You know, you gotta got get that in. Uh, Fuck, uh, I felt so dumb, dude. I'm sorry about that. Oh my goodness, that's, that's, it that's okay. I, it happens. No, there's a there's a, a, there's a team working on it, Zeke. So they're um, <laughs> uh, so they're they're trying to make they're trying to figure out what the right settings are because uh, they are uh, just let them know that Zeke really wants it. He has, yeah, they got to ask mm. three. Like Zeke is a huge Steam yeah. Deck fan, and he really needs it ported uh, immediately. I'll, uh, immediately, I'll uh, I'll make sure that they that they know they're very motivated to do it. Fantastic. Uh, well, let's. Uh, you got any shout outs? Anything to say? I know you said you wanted to bring a surprise on Twitter. So it. What, anything I do, to say the final, yeah. I, it was one of those other secrets. There's still a few secrets we haven't divulged. And uh, one of these uh, secrets, I think, is ready to be announced now. Um, not so long. Well, it's been several months by now. A certain gentleman visited us in our recording studios in uh, Guildford in London. Uh, and so recorded a, uh, a character uh, to be put into game. So, And I think we have a little video that you can watch uh, how that particular gentleman did I think he did pretty well, to be honest. Let's see how it goes. By the way, I'm the only person that's seen it. I think Sven's seen it as well, uh, but Cohen Zeke have not. So here we go. There's a character who's written to be intentionally incredibly annoying, and people who've played the original games will uh, likely recognize certainly the, uh, the line from which he's descended. My name's Narber, adventurer to be, soon to be the best adventurer anyone's ever seen. So the minute you meet him, he starts following you around, constantly pestering you. You can try and tell him to shut up, and he just doesn't. Happy birthday, dear. Ah, now, why would I do that? Oh, wow, that sounds awful. I, I don't think I want to sound like that. So the, the game gives you an incredible amount of freedom. Uh, so if in real life you met Co-Carnage in the street, you could decide to push him in the river. In the game, if you meet Co-Carnage in the street, you could push him in the river. Excuse me! But you really shouldn't push Co-Carnage into the river in real life. Thank you for that. Thank you. No drowning for me! <laughs> you can kill him and he still won't stop talking. Why? Are you leaving me? I have so much more to tell you. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh man. It's lo- it has look, been I was I was upset. So hard not talking about this for months. <laughs> <laughs> I was upset until I saw the fact that we could push him off a cliff. And then I was like, great, I'm that's I'm just gonna, you know, quick save, quick load, just constantly. Yeah. Push him off the cliff. I, uh, just as a, a huge personal thank you to, to Sven and the team. It was it was it was magical going out there. Every every person I talked to from Larian was just the height of professionalism. Just super friendly. It was it was an incredible experience. So uh, yeah, I, I am honored to be a part of this, especially to play the main character of Baldur's Gate. Um, that's, <laughs> this is big. This is big. The big role. So ever 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 since Baldur's Gate: Newbird's Adventure. Um, you know, playing his descendant is yeah. uh, is really truly an honor. I can't wait for the DLC. I mean, I we got that exclusive <laughs> too, right? It's going to be a great. It's a huge, Absolutely. huge story. Yeah, it's got, no, but it was it's fun. Got nice, yeah, <laughs> it's got a nice story. Also, it's got a little twist in it, which is also really cool. Like, which I enjoy, which you'll discover for yourself. Uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a well written character, so you'll uh, you'll have fun with it. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, uh, Sven, for coming on. It, when uh, 
when PR told me that, yeah, you can talk to him a week before release, I was like, are you sure about that? <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. that's crazy. So I, I appreciate your time. We all appreciate your time here uh, and, and joining us. You'll have to come back, uh, maybe not in another two years. Maybe we'll have you on. You're welcome back anytime, but we'll talk to you hopefully yeah. sooner than that. Yeah, a little a little post-launch check-in down the road. You yeah. know, that could be a, that could be a lot of fun. Well, first, I mean, if you hate it, I'm just going to be in hiding somewhere in the jungle forever. Uh, if you like it, I'll I'll, prob- I'll be happy to come back. Okay. Uh, all right. Fair enough. Thank you for having me. Fair have enough. A great, great rest of the day. Thank you so much. You as well. We'll Thank talk you, to you soon. Have a great one. Have a good one. Take Bye. Care. Do I click the end call button? That's correct. <laughs> 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 oh man uh how what was the co i have to ask like the motion was that the first time you've done motion capture yes and what some was of that the motion like? capture uh it was wild i mean it took a lot of prep work a lot of training um one thing that's that's or not, not training like a lot of setup and stuff um uh, a couple things that were really interesting is that i i never realized that you have to have like a ready stance which is not standing straight up generally there's like a stance in which people stand in as they're talking or doing motions and every single animation has to start from that stance and end at that stance. So basically oh. for like four hours, I was like kind of like on the balls of my feet a little bit, like, you know, like doing these, these, these multiple takes. And I mean, there's like, there's hundreds of lines for the character because of course it's reactive to class selection, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And, um, and it was, it was wild. It was a very cool experience. I can also talk about this, which was super cool. So during my session, uh, Neil Newbaum, who plays Asterion, was there, and he is like a super professional, awesome actor. He's done all sorts of things. Uh, he he leads voice acting. Uh, he just did Deliver Us Mars. Mm. If you know that, he was the dad in Deliver Us Mars and ran the whole thing. And he was constantly like giving me tips and you know being like, no, say it like this and do it like this. And it was it was uh, it was incredibly helpful, and I was very appreciative to him for that. He was uh, he's a very cool guy. Safe to say, like an eye opening experience then into that field. Oh, completely. Like yeah. the amount, the amount of people that were like technically knowing exactly what they were doing and exactly what they were looking for and, uh, their, their ability to properly express like what exactly what they want and what I, what I need to do to get to that point and things of that nature. It was, uh, it was very eye opening. Like it's, there's, there's a, it, it, I didn't quite realize that the industry was that refined, I, I guess to say like that, that, uh, good at what it does. Um, everyone knew exactly what they were doing the entire time. And there was probably 15, 20 people like all doing their individual thing from, you know, like multiple camera checks to making sure all the things stayed on properly to, you know, they were constantly talking back and forth and relaying like, okay, do you have these sensors on? Okay, cool. How's this look? How's this look? How's this look? Go. And you know, it was uh, very cool. Very cool. So it was, a, it was a great experience. Did you get to ad lib anything or, or did you stick to the lines? Well, I got, I, they basically gave me, they gave me the lines, um, which were on a big screen in front of me. And then they essentially gave me like, some notes here and there, but it was pretty much freedom to however I wanted to do it. The timing, the like, and they, they very much were like, you know, make this character yours, like do what you want. Uh, they of course had an idea about how they wanted it to sound and look sure in some scenes they wanted to look specific ways. And I did exactly what they said, but other times they were just like, how would he say that? And I'd be like, Oh, okay. And they're, and they're like, cool. okay, go. Yeah. 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 It was, it was, it was very cool. You got to be the character rather than play the yep. character. If that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I've, I'm already, um, Seeing lots of questions, I'm going to purposefully not be answering too many things about the content or the lines. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's nature. all story. F- yeah, it's Spoilers, it's, it's yeah. there's there's a lot of uh, of there's a like I said, there's hundreds of lines with this character. It's not. Yeah, how long was not the process like, for you? Like what? Uh, how long were you days, in the booth? Four two hours a day. Yeah, okay. like it was it was uh, it was a lot. So there's there's a lot of a lot of things that he can do and different situations that lead to different outcomes and and things like that. So I am looking forward to murdering myself and. 
and seeing what that will take place. So there's lots to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I, that, that's what I'm most excited. <laughs> I'm not even, yeah. I think me and Zeke will both just be like, all right, that's enough out of you. And then we're going to go find the nearest. There's a whole cliff. thing that unlocks. I mean, it's going to be, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it, they did such a good job. And, and um, the woman you saw talking, the, the lead writer, Oh, that's the lead writer. Okay. She, yes, she is one of the lead writers, and she is so good at what she does. Like it was, uh, it was like they, they just reading. There were definitely times during the take because some of them, uh, a big portion of it, I saved to cold read um, to get like a better, more natural reaction out of it. Right. And uh, there were lines that I had to retake multiple times because I would start laughing while reading them. <laughs> um, so, like, she's yeah, she's top of her craft for sure. Awesome, awesome. Did they come to very you? excited for the rest of the game? Did they come to you with that character idea or was that? Yes. Okay. Yep. Cool. So I, I was talking to them before COVID funny enough. Uh, they, oh, they wow. reached out about some stuff and sure, then sure. Um, years and years and years and years and years later, <laughs> I, I reached back out and it was like, Hey, so is this happening? And, and they were like, yeah, hey, you know, we'll get back to you. It's kind of busy right now. This was a few a months ago. And, uh, and finally I, I messaged, I just messaged Sven out of the blue one day. And I was like, Hey, do you know, if you guys still want anything, I'm here to help. And, and he replied back pretty much like, Oh, I knew who, I know who you can play. <laughs> nice. So nice. yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was, and that began the whole process. Cool. Also special shout out to Kieran Kelly. who was like the guy that was helping me out the whole time. Dude is amazing. Um, he was, I, I'm just gonna say he was the guy that said Sven is like the pinnacle. And what's his role? Experience. Uh, he's one of the community coordinators. Managers. Oh, okay. he, he does. Uh, he, he's a man of many hats, but uh, he was a guy that helped me when I was out there and he was just top notch, phenomenal. Like, yeah. Very, very cool guy. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. The, uh, that is it from me. The link for that <laughs> will be up soon. I think co has to, tw- I, I don't know if y'all worked that out. I think co's tweeting it or Baldur's gate tweeting it or something for that video. Well, for whatever yeah. they tell me to do. Yeah. yeah it'll absolutely. get posted sometime later today. Uh, I, I am, I can't put it up anywhere except for this VOD that we're currently recording. <laughs> so it's not up to me. I was incredibly nervous when they're like, all right, so we're going to give you this video. You can't say anything. If you play it, we're going to be very upset with you. <laughs> do not fuck this up. And so I sat here like, all right, well, let's, how can I make, I had to do a bunch of shit. I'm glad it went off without a hitch. Very, very proud of that. Very happy with that. Anyways. Yeah. Let's move on to the show. We got, we got things to discuss. We got things to talk about. Because Baldur's Gate's going to take over everyone's life. I think in, uh, in 10 days. 11 days. Or so. 11, 11, sorry, 11 days in. 11 days. Well, no, it's under ten now, right? It's actually, it's actually correct. Yeah, it's it's ten days, ten days, twenty two hours and forty. Minutes. Who's counting? You know, how do you, who's, who's counting? Yeah, who's who's counting? Who's counting? counting? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Uh, news. We don't have much. There's not. It's not much. It's not not too much happening right now. Uh, a little bit of a, a lackluster news week. Mortal Kombat had some stuff. You can you can have Homelander and. Uh, uh, Omni Man and some other wild characters <laughs> in Mortal Kombat One, so that's a whole thing. Uh, that was San Diego Comic Con is happening right now, and it's kind of weird because they don't have any actors there because of the strike. So they're, yeah. it's Ooh. like here are some costumes from our things. Take a look. It's it's a very odd show this year, uh, to say the least. So. Uh, video games, I think, got a little bit more of a focus. Um, they showed a new Spider-Man 2 trailer. Also a new Spider-Man 2 PS5 Blade and Controller. Uh, I haven't watched the, the trailer yet, but I think I think Venom shows up in that, as well as who Venom is in that game. 
for spoiler purposes, so don't watch it if you're worried about that. Uh, but that's out there. Armored Core 6 had a big trailer, uh, story-focused trailer this past week, which is uh, really badass. Definitely check that out if you haven't. But apart from that, like, not too much news. We could probably just talk games. Um, the Microsoft Bethesda thing, I think, got pushed out to October was the uh, the information on that. So that thing's not closing for a while. Yeah, I saw that the Ubisoft was shutting down inactive accounts. Co, I know okay. you had some information on that that Barry yeah. followed up on. Yeah. Yeah, so up? basically when it first came out, um, and don't get me wrong, uh, I, I am all for hating on large faces corporations <laughs> be doing dirty things. I, I totally am. But when that first came out, I even I was like, there's got to be more to this. Like this, the last thing that Ubisoft needs is this huge public fiasco about stealing people's money and everything. So Barry actually followed up in it and he found a source that stated that Ubisoft is shutting down accounts that haven't been logged in for X years. They are giving notice before they do. And it's only applying to accounts that have no purchased products. So basically that is something that many, many, many companies do. That is not, that is not, that is not a thing that is like Ubi specific in any way. Um, I think it's just one of those situations where, you know, a few people made some assumptions, some tweets got some traction and people were flipping out all over the place. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's a non-issue essentially. If, if what, if what it turned now, if, if it does turn out they're deleting accounts that have money associated with them, that's a huge issue. Um, but it does not seem to be that case. Got it. Okay. Yep. Uh, here, here's maybe, <laughs> here's a silly thing to go on to. You said tweets and it made me think of what's currently happening at Twitter. Are they still going to be called tweets after this? Like, brand thing that he's talking because he's changing it to is it is it twitter x is it just going to be called x what? now yeah did you see this no i haven't seen this at all what are we talking he's about? changing it's no longer yeah. going to be twitter he's he's decided that it's <laughs> it's no longer twitter or something i don't know <laughs> x.com apparently redirects to twitter.com now i don't know what's happening it's he said it last night that they're going to start to like phase that stuff out. So I don't know. I, I honestly sometimes think that he's just trying to kill the site. Yeah. I wonder if that's like his out like of some contract that we don't know about. I don't know. I, d- I don't even understand. There's got, there's oh, my Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know. It's, but it's, the real question is, is X going to give it to us? He'll give you some money depending on your tweet engagement, I guess. He's, he's giving it to some people. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, yeah. That's something that, that I never like thought about having to do is, is like not interacting with any sort of things. You know, yeah. Twitter blue checkmark accounts that I don't want to give money to. So <laughs> yeah. if you if you don't want to give them money, you have to fucking actually ignore them. And yeah. that's like... Sometimes I realize that's pretty hard. Yeah. But now with all the all the fucking ad, you know, revenue that they'll make from, you know, saying salacious shit for no reason. I mean, for uh, no reason other than money, you know. To say like, you know, uh men are stupid. Money please. Thank you. It's all the rage bait. See all the reactions, all the retweets, all the quote tweets like, mm, "Give me that delicious money." Yeah. It's all the rage bait. <laughs> Uh, Activision mm. Blizzard, uh, we, we could spend a whole segment on them, uh, this past week. 
They uh, had layoffs via their esports department. Uh, I think specifically with the Overwatch League, um, everyone is gone from what I read. Uh, There's also this, there's a vote coming up. uh, And it's a vote to continue the league uh, via, and it says under an uh, updated operating agreement. A termination fee of $6 million will be payable to each participating team entity, uh, a total fee of approximately $114 million if they do not uh, agree to continue the league. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. It's It's been a an odd week, at least on my Twitter, from all the, the esports folk that I follow uh, talking about Overwatch League and worked at Overwatch League, and you know that was their employment uh, for the past several years. So definitely rough, uh, rough stuff there. Um, on the other side of Activision Blizzard, or at least down the, the hall, uh, Diablo four launched season one this week. Uh, and before that happened, they put out a patch and no one was happy <laughs> with the patch. And they had a big, uh, stream on Friday, I think is when that went down. Um, that had uh, it had uh, Pez, the community manager, the associate game director, and I think the game director. And they essentially just came out and said, "Like, yeah, we messed up. Uh, we saw. Yeah, this this was a uh, the IGN headline is Blizzard admits it messed up Diablo 4's disastrous nerf patch and announced upcoming sweeping changes. So it's kind of wild because, like, I feel I I feel like the 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 fireside chats and the and the and the communication thing was specifically to reinforce that they were listening to the community. Yeah. And then this patch comes out that it was the literal antithesis of lead, listening to the community. And it and then they had to do like a we're sorry panel. And it's just kind of like where was the disconnect here? Yeah. Like how how it's it's very strange like that that you know the these personable people that seem like good dudes and it's kind of like you you know you want to like give them the benefit of the doubt and get get that human element in but at the same time it's like the patch pretty clearly shows that they're going whichever way they want to go with it and that and that you know and that so it's very strange it's a very strange and uncomfortable disconnect yeah yeah is there like can you suss out a like a, a logical reason for this patch i mean you can definitely look at it and put the i wouldn't even like i think i could cover my bases and said yeah you could put tinfoil hats on but in a lot of ways like you could look at what they did and just point to oh they want to make more money they want to keep people involved in the game they want to not involved but they want to keep people in the game longer by slowing everything down and it's like you know, I, who knows if there's oh, truth so in order, to that. If they slow things down, can you pay to like speed it up somehow? No, or? no, you can't pay to speed it up, but you can make your character look better that you're going to be staring at for longer periods of time. Right? Like that's, I guess maybe they're going, again, oh, it's just keep you playing down. longer. So you, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I saw, actually, I saw a video now to correct me if I'm wrong or if this is just like completely false or whatever, but there is like I saw a video of the activate season pass button, yeah, next to another button you press all the time. That is that a true thing? Yeah. So it's it's when you open up 
the season pass, and I think this is specific to controllers, but it also applies to uh, mouse and keyboard users because there's no uh, confirmation. But when you open up that menu, the default uh, like unlock season pass with your deluxe or whatever they called it, the kill Diablo package, whatever the expensive package was on launch. Uh-huh. That um, that menu is automatically selected, and if you press A or confirmation, whatever the confirmation button is on a controller, it automatically just applies it. And there's no, like, do you really want to apply this? It's just, boom, unlocked. Uh, and that was happening to a lot of people. Uh, mm. That's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> that sounds fucking awful. That yeah. sounds like purposefully, maliciously bad. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have, uh, have uh, you know, um, enabled their season pass because when you bought that version of the game, you got like a free token to unlock a season pass. And so you could potentially save it for future seasons unless you unfortunately opened it up and pressed the confirmation and then it used it. Um <sighs> So it's uh it's, it's a really like, I, I, I watched it live and I was definitely, there was a lot of that type of conversation of like, Oh, this is all on purpose. They're slowing the game down. So, you know, the, the KPI gets increased, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, kind of saying those people are all wrong in chat, but then I ended the stream and I was like, I don't think they're that wrong. <laughs> right? like, I think the people that were on that stream maybe aren't the ones that made that decision but there's a part of me that thinks, you know, the marketing, the, 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 the bean pushers at, at Activision were like, ah, this could potentially increase our growth, uh, over oh, no, X no, no. quarter type deal. It's yeah. I don't know. There's, there's no, I mean, the, we, we had a talk about this as well. There's, there's no, there's no denying it. Yeah. The longer you keep players in a game, the more inclined they are to purchase your cash shop items. Yeah, be it yeah, yeah. battle pass, be it all this stuff. Artificially inflating the length of time of players in a game is a direct monetary thing. And that's what this entire patch did in many and multiple different ways. Like I the, the idea that that some of these changes were not in there for that explicit reason is is almost unarguable. Um so and then and then combine them all together and it's a clear direction that they're taking. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's uh it's very unfortunate. It is very unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And and it, it, I think I have like such a hard time admitting that that's probably happening because it's it's the last like bastion of my copium with Blizzard of like no they made so many good kids it's this isn't really happening but I I think it's I think it's kind of happening <laughs> I think it's a thing I. And I honestly also, it's very, it's very, it's even more unfortunate for the people that are adding that humanizing element to these dev things, these dev events, because sure. like, uh, uh, they are good people and it's yeah. almost like yeah, yeah, yeah. they're, it's almost like they're kind of feeding them to the wolves right. in a lot of ways by like doing this kind of stuff and then like putting them in front of people to deal with the fallout of these decisions on the back end. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it must well, dude, the depressing. generals don't go on the front line, homie. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not yeah, wrong. My point is, my point is, it's almost scapegoaty. 
and and that's really really unfortunate. Um, yeah, you know, because they seem like good dudes. Adam's so a great guy. Sucks. I've known him for a Adam's super long time. Awesome guy. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we've worked with him since Warframe days when he used to do that. So yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I really hope that they've that they've realized. Funny enough, I kind of have a CDPR view of this, where it's like I kind of hope they realize that they can't screw up this bad, and maybe they just will put their nose to the grindstone a bit and realize you have to make your players a little happier. You have to throw them a bone. You can't go this far with it, which is essentially what they said. And the thing we're sorry, we went too far with it. We're sorry about this. And it's like, uh, yeah, so we'll hopefully the future will be a bit brighter, but man, if it's not, it's going to be some dark days for D4. Yeah. Are they yeah. doing something about it? Like, are they, are they yep. like, Oh yeah. Yeah. They've yep. got a patch okay. coming out. Um, be, and, and a lot of people will be like, ah, it's not fast enough, but because of like how certs certification works on console uh, pushes, it takes a little bit of time. So I think they said they've got another stream happening this coming Friday, and then the patch will happen not too long after that. Um, they they were pressed by community questions of like, can you give a solid date on that? And they specifically said uh, production will not allow us to say a date. And so probably like 10 days, 14 days, something like that. Um, but you could tell that they were definitely not able to say the, the proper time. Getting more details. So some people in chat are saying, uh, maybe do a better check on this. It's not what you guys are saying. I, I don't about think what we're too far off here. Yeah. I'm trying to get more information. I don't think we're too far off here. I mean, that's, I've been following it loosely, but I'm, I think I'm, I, I actually has to, to, to clear it up a bit, but we'll okay. see. I'll see if I can get some more information. Yeah, let me know. We want to make sure the right info gets out there. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. So, I watched yeah. it live, so I, I'm hoping I didn't misinterpret yeah. it. I was also looking at chat, which was a whole nother uh, thing during that, as you would expect uh, any yeah. uh, <laughs> volatile. It, it was so funny because uh, me and Co have played PoE, and we've talked about PoE multiple times here. The PoE subreddit was like fucking rainbows and unicorns and happiness. And it's because all those people that were angry were over on the D4 subreddit. Being angry and volatile and pissed off. And then next weekend during the Exile Con, they're all going to shift back over there and just be rapid with whatever gets announced there. So it's, you know. It, it is that's what gonna it is. That's going to be a thing. Yeah. That's going to be a thing. Um, yeah. the, the, the a guy clarified. He said, just the leveling speed that you were talking about that part, it's actually faster post-patch? I okay. Th- yeah, they did talk about how they want to... Yes. Th- there was a lot of conversation specifics about how they do want to speed it up by... How they want to or how it is? I don't know if it's not, but they if it is at the moment. I didn't get that high level, but they talked about how they okay. want to get it back. Interesting. To be fair, although I would say like 80% are saying it's not faster, there are some people saying it is faster. Yeah, because there's so there was I, a uh, there like was a confusion with that. There was a mob density patch, and now we're getting into the weeds, that happened okay. later on Friday, I think, that increased the density within nightmare dungeons. Mob density means there's more mobs to kill, thus more XP. So that might be what they're talking about when they said they increased the speed uh in okay. the like 50 plus area. Because there's more mobs via uh, more mobs, aka more XP uh, later mm-hmm. on. That might be what it is, but it takes also, a decent uh, amount of time to get there. As some people are saying, yeah, I I I very lightly saw the stuff about the stash issues on characters. Whenever you load a character, you're actually loading all of their stash as well, which is one of the reasons they were talking about 
Yeah, so there's there's an issue with 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 characters loading, and they were saying it's a performance issue oh. because whenever you load another character, you're actually also loading all of that character's stashes in, involved it. in that. I didn't, I didn't is, get that. That has now spawned a huge amount of people that are very confused as to why that is. There's people defending the coders, saying like, "You obviously don't know anything about code if you're if you don't know why they're doing this." Other people are like, "No, it's just bad code." Like it has become this large debate yeah which, oh, which i don't think that. anyone is fully capable of doing <laughs> for the record because nobody knows why it's like that except the people that made it i saw um, uh, but it has been uh it has been a thing someone yeah. just linked it uh, a lot of yelling <laughs> joe who's the associate game director who was on that stream he tweeted um they were talking he's talking about that and so there's it's got some lead into it it says when we say they're expensive he's talking about stash what we mean is that they create a lot of memory overhead when you see another player in game, you load them and their entire stash filled with all of their items. That is what teams are working diligently to improve so that we can have more ASAP. Got it. I wonder, there's no I mean, trading the, in the game. So still... like, what's the point of loading other stash? I know that's a weird thing. Game devs are still mapping inventory to I. So like... I don't, I don't, I don't see them not like, oh, this, this will be fine. This will be fine. No worries. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Uh, that being said, all, all of that stuff aside, uh, I played D one. I went in. I played the the D four season one. Sorry, uh, patch went into it with like the Path of Exile mindset of new season. We're gonna have a bunch to play. I quit after six hours, and like I don't. I hit like maybe. I think 35 or 36 on a new character. It's not what I was expecting that like path of exile has trained me to expect granted completely different games. Uh, I fully am aware that they are vastly different titles, Um, but it wasn't enough to like pull me back in for the same amount of time that a a POE launched is. And, And a lot of things, a lot of it is that the game just came out and so many people are still, you know, experiencing or have experienced that grind so recently that I think it might've been too new, too recent. Um, so I don't know if this is what it is for three months, D four is going to be a weird thing. And, and the next POE league in August will probably have its highest player count of all time, uh, with people looking for a new ARPG. Uh, but those, the games are so different. Like I I really do what? Not only that, but I mean the the PoE is going to be right after. I mean ExoCon is like it's weekend? Saturday, yeah, it's Saturday, next yeah. Saturday. So yeah. okay, so now that's going to just add to the hype. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if the PoE devs are gonna are gonna joke about any D four stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how they'll oh, treat that. No. <laughs> I don't know how they'll treat that. Uh, yeah, we'll it, see. I'm very we'll curious see. to see how that goes. Um. God, imagine them announcing like some kind of revamp to the new player experience at XLCon this year. Like that would just be that would be the this would be literally the perfect time for it. Yeah, that would steal all of the thunder, all of it. it would just <laughs> suck it up like a tornado. Oh if, man! If they Whew. can somehow like capture the quote unquote casual experience, right, mm-hmm. uh, and make that better, like it, it'll make so <laughs> much. Gonna be so big. They're just they're just gonna say everyone gets a free stash tab or two. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean it, that that might be enough. I don't know if if people uh, people want more ARPGs to play. They're in a good spot. The that 
type of game is in a great spot. I, I saw even uh, Grim Dawn is getting a potential expansion or something later this uh, this year. Really? Yeah. Um, so they're thinking about doing that, and, and Last Epoch is doing well. So ARPG fans Last Epoch are, is, they're eating we well. know if they're still doing 1.0 this year? That still uh, I know there's at least one more major patch, but I don't know if it's 1.0. I haven't looked, to be honest. I, I would hope so, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'll see if chat. That game is awesome. Yeah, I, am I had a great time. Really looking it. forward to, to returning to that one. Yeah, I had a great time with it. Uh, that's <sighs> D4. Anything else? News-wise? Chat, what we missed, news-wise. Yeah. yeah, let us know. Zeke, anything on, on your side? I know Viewfinder came out. Zeke, I know you played that, mm-hmm. so I do want to talk to you about that. Pikmin 4 came out. I don't think any of us played that. <laughs> I saw Dan was playing it. Seemed like it was yep. fine. Yeah. Uh, oh, Remnant 2? Yeah, Remnant 2 came out. We'll talk <laughs> about that for sure. Um, Oh, I'm playing uh, a hot new game in the cozy stream. Actually, uh, I saw. You, I've been watching the. I've been watching a little bit of it. <laughs> it's so it. Uh, I can relate so much to you playing that game because I do the exact same thing with a different game. Uh, I think everyone. Uh, I think everyone in general has a game that they always go back to, but I think specifically from like our age demographic, we all have those super fucking old games that we go back to yep. is like a, a don't have anything to play or don't want to play anything else at the moment. Let's go back to this game. And yeah, mm-hmm. so I I'm, you nailed it. How, how is the EverQuest going? Uh, it's lovely. Yeah. There's a new Oakwind uh, progression server. It just got the first expansion last Thursday. Okay. Uh, I've got some members from the community that I'm playing with and we're hanging out in the evenings and drinking and reminiscing nice. and, talking about what makes old MMOs cool and what a new one would look like. And just, they're very fun, relaxed streams. And what's also very interesting about it is um, obviously since the game is sold, it attracts a completely different audience and uh, it's a very different feel, a very, a very different type of stream. So yeah. especially like an hour or two in, so it's been, it's been great. Really been enjoying them. Nice. Nice. What uh, do you actually do in EverQuest? Like when you, when you fire <laughs> it up, like, <laughs> Hey, that's a no, great I mean, question. I answer that question <laughs> 10 times a stream. Sure, I kid you I not. Just, okay. So the whole thing about EverQuest is progression. Oh, okay. um, like you're, you're either in a camp pulling mobs with friends or either looking for a group. That's a big thing. Uh, you may be running around and doing light questing, but there's really not a lot of questing in the game. Uh, you might be sitting on your ass in commons or whatever your, your server zone is, you know, just reading auction items and buying and selling things. But most of the game is spent playing whatever your character or class's role in, sitting in one place or moving around a, a zone, uh, just killing enemies over and over and hanging out. It is, uh, we've, we've talked about this a lot. It's a very chill experience. It's, it's one of the only kind of active MMOs these days that isn't like a piano when you're playing it. Um, you, don't, you don't have to sit there like perfecting a rotation or anything like that. Like you have a very select few abilities, generally just a handful. They each have very specific uses. And, uh, and you're just kind of chilling. You're just relaxing. It's a very chill experience. Um, unless you're playing an enchanter or something, that's a different story. Um, <laughs> and some roles are a little bit more involved than others. Like if you're a puller or something like that, but yeah, it's just a, it's a great way to just kind of like veg out, hang out with people and, um, relax. Yeah. Do you, do you fight bosses or do raids or anything or anything like that? Uh, the cool thing about EverQuest is that the, the camps and zones generally have rare spawns and rare spawns then have rare tables. Uh, they also have placeholders and things like that. So there's there's bosses, bosses, rare spawns everywhere. 
everywhere in the game. Um, some roam, some stay in one place, you know, all sorts of stuff. And they all generally drop items, um, especially as you get into higher level, that somebody really wants. So, you you know, it's, it's, it's very much kind of going around the world, finding the best experience to keep your level going, or finding items that you need to make your character better, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's it's an interesting experience. I I always enjoy watching people that have not seen that but play MMOs of like today's era go back and look at it cuz they're just like there's nothing to do. <laughs> what yeah. do you mean you just sit down and wait for your mana to regen while talking? Yep. <laughs> like what are you doing? I got we got 10 things we could be doing right now. Yeah. It's Oh yeah. A different a era. different feel. A different feel. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Another thing we've been talking about more and more is that, you know, a lot of the people that grew up on these older, more kind of relaxed social MMOs are now getting older. And they're now getting to the point where they don't have a lot of time, but in some cases, you know, they've had their careers, they have their careers, they're they're they have all this money, and now there's like the amount of people that have come in and are like, Man, I wish there was a new one of these. I wish there was a new current day game like this. It's wild. It's yeah. like this whole genre. It just doesn't exist. If the only ones that even come slightly close, like Pantheon and others, are have all sorts of issues associated with them. Like there's no AAA company or even AA really that's like trying to make an MMO that's like an old classic social style, like DOC, Anarchy Online, EverQuest. You know, like they just they just don't exist. Yeah, it's just it's it's such a. So what I'm trying to say is, do you own an oil platform? Because <laughs> I want to talk to you. I think it's time. It is. Any yeah. Saudi oil princes out there? Yeah. Just like 50 or Just 60 50 million. That's all you need. 50, that's, that's all. Million, yeah. Maybe a little more. Yeah. Will they get the ROI though? I think they have to be a fan of Oh no, of not that. at all. Yeah. No, they, they would just have to give me the money. They have to yeah. be a well, fan no. of that okay. game to begin with. So this is with. funny. We've, we've talked about, um, like I've joked about getting a whole bunch of money and buying the EverQuest IP. EverQuest is still making millions a year. Really? From subs? EverQuest 1 is still making millions a year. Millions being... Single digit dollars, millions, dollar reduce, or yes, tens I would assume of millions. It's single digit yeah, millions. Okay. It's not, yeah, single digit yeah, yeah, millions. Yeah, yeah. I would guess mid to low single digit millions. But even then, that's incredible. It's a cash cow. You know what I mean? So it's like that's sure. still that still would make it so it's not something you could just go pick up the IP for kind of thing. Like it's it's actively making a good amount of money. It's actively making a lot of profit. So you know, there's, I mean, it's there. If you were to build one, granted, it'd be a lot of upfront costs, but it, especially these days, it'd probably make money. Yeah. We will see what happens in the MMO space. I know somebody chats that it's still a million dollars. That's right. You're absolutely still right. A million dollars. Yeah. Still a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't mention it, but Overwatch 2 is going to Steam. That comes off the heels of a uh, of the company Activision Blizzard admitting that engagement yeah. and player investment is declining. So they're going to try to get on another platform and see if that uh, that helps. Well, honestly, that's the only way I I might play it. I mean, if it's on, but as you still gotta like, even if it's on, I think Steam, it just you still gotta get the fucking BattleNet launcher. Yeah. Like it still launches. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really would love to have um, uh, Siegel on uh, the stream, but I feel like it. I feel like it might be like one of the most depressing shows we've ever done <laughs> to talk about Overwatch Two. With Seagull. It would be a eulogy. Oh, God. It would be so dour. Yeah. Like, we'd have to, the show would just get all. The word, by the way. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, we'll think, I think dour is the word of the day. It, okay. All right. Try to use it in a sentence, chat. Got it. 
the arena it's like, mode. It's like that. You haven't seen your fucking. You haven't seen your your cousin in years, but you see him because someone's dying. You're just like, hey, yeah. it's good to see. You. It's been a while. Well, to be honest, terrible circumstances, but <laughs> they're doing. Uh, they being the Overwatch like streaming community, most of them are playing BattleBit these days and doing quite well, like in terms of just viewership, Battle and people being excited and all that stuff. So, oh my, they Lord. found a new home, which is cool. Um, that's always good to see when it comes to that, that type of streamer, uh, arena, uh, mode launched for league, by the way. So that's a brand new mode. They're first in what seems like forever. So you can now play, what was that game that, that the V, uh, vampire devs, what is that game called V for vampires? No, that's not the name. What's that game that called <laughs> that came out recently? Right. Battle right. What game did battle right make? V Rising, that's what it is. <laughs> they made a game called Battle Right, and now Riot put that mode into League of Legends. <laughs> Sorry, I had yeah, a brain spasm. That, no, dude, that tickled me. That's, that, I love that. Yeah. V for Vampire. V for Vampire. Very, that's, I'm dialing for murder, man. I mean, there's a precedent. It happens. <laughs> that's how it goes. How it goes. And then uh, Palia finally had their fish, their first official gameplay look. Uh, that was like an hour long stream where they talked about everything in that game. Zero combat. You can you can shoot a deer with a bow, and that's it. That's all the combat that's in that game. Otherwise, it's just collecting wood and catching fish and building a house and doing all that stuff. Uh, you can cheer other people so, on when you fish as well, and they'll catch fish so hold better. Hold on, hold on. I mean, hold on. They took all of the stuff that made me play Valheim. That that kept me playing Valheim. They took all the stuff that I liked and just took it out of there, and then the, they left the rest of it. Like, are you like, are you serving me? Like, you say it's a steak, but it's just the gristle of the steak. Like, I don't get it. Why dude, would anybody play this? <clears throat> Zeke, this game is gonna make so much money. I know, dude. This, <laughs> no, it, dude I know. The game, it's going to be huge. It is so cozy. Uh, it is so stupidly cozy. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be a game that a lot of people I think are going to put just so many hours into it has, it has very interesting and, and intuitive social elements, uh, tons of customization, uh, and building freedom. Like it's, yeah, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a thing. It'll be a huge, huge deal. I think it's going to be a thing. Uh, that starts the day before Baldur's Gate. I think the closed beta does, um, for that. Yes. So yeah, it'll, uh, <laughs> for everyone not playing. Baldur's Gate, <laughs> they'll probably be checking this out. Um, and I, I don't know if it's coming for console. I think they're focusing on PC only. This There's like an hour-long stream where they literally go through like NPC, relationship mechanics, crafting quest, multiplayer, gardening, housing customization, skills, opening somatic, all, all the things. If you want to learn all about the game, uh, you can go watch that hour-long video um, on uh, on Pelia. And uh, invest in Pelia now. <laughs> it's going to make a lot of money. <laughs> If you thought Disney Dreamlight Valley was too action heavy, try this game. <laughs> try Palia. Yeah. Yeah. That's long. Did that already launch full? I know that's coming out soon in 1.0. It's been in like this weird early access stage for a while. Quote unquote early access, but oh, it has not launched in 1.0, says my chat. Anyways, that's enough news. Let's talk video games that we've been playing. Zeke, let's start with you. Viewfinder. Okay. It's out. Have you finished it? Is it done? How, how is Viewfinder? I did. Uh, Viewfinder is excellent. 
it's it's uh one of those um one of those games that is um like art as video game you know it's it's got really really cool mechanics um but it's also like you can see how much effort and time they put into it it's not overly lengthy um as far as like i did all of the all of the levels and all of the the challenge levels and i found all the all the collectibles and i did it in just under 10 hours oh wow so it's oh. it's it's not bad like as far as that goes but it is me so take that for what it you know zeke time whatever whatever that means to you <laughs> um however uh all of that like you know aside it's a fucking excellent game um it is mind 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 bending and mind blowing and and like the visuals and and all of the stuff that you can actually do in it it's it's something that after i played the demo of it i immediately went and like after i finished the demo's content i immediately went and, and found a speed run of it because there's it, it's it's one of those like the only limit is kind of like your imagination like within the bounds of the games, there's just so much shit you can do. Um, and it reminds me kind of, 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 you know, people are going to compare it to other games that are, that are similar, like similar feeling like portal um, or uh, the one that I came up with that it, it had a lot of uh, similarities was Gora Goa, which was also a very like art as, as game puzzle game kind of a thing. Mm. Um, but uh, it's, if you don't know what viewfinder is the basic, the basic premise of viewfinder is, uh, take picture or find a picture, put picture in front of you, leave picture there, picture becomes reality. Um, so it's like those old, um, um, older Windows commercials where they would, it was, it was Windows, right? Where they take the frame up and they go, <laughs> yeah. boop, and they yeah. leave it there. And then they like, you know, walk into it or whatever. It's, it's a little bit like that. And, uh, the, the cool thing is you can, Take your picture and you can you can rotate it, you know, in front of you, but you can also put it anywhere in three dimensions. So um, if you put it like on the ground below you, you will fall right into it because then gravity takes hold. Once you let the picture go, then all the gravity happens. So you can put it below you or you can put it above you, and anything that has you know gravity will will rain down on you or fall on you or whatever. Right. Um. But all of these mechanics are used to solve puzzles, and I would bet that with all the levels in the game, there are semi-intended ways, I would say, like, the way that is most logical to solve a puzzle. And then there is the way that you found, which is totally awesome. I love that you can find completely 100% different from anybody else's way of solving a, 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 a puzzle because of the, 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 the malleability of all of the pictures and stuff like that. Um, and it's, it's like, there's, there's so much stuff you can do with just, just like having, uh, you can make copies of pictures. So you take a picture, you put it out there. And they make another copy, make another copy. Make another, I, like one of the first things I did was uh, there's these voice logs, video or voice logs in the game that are on gramophones. Uh -huh. And you press them and they're like, you know, they give you backstory, right? One of the first things I did was take a picture of it, 
put it next to the the one and so i took a picture of those two now i have four took a picture of that now i have eight of them <laughs> and i just went boop, 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 and eight voice logs just go like in a time when in a time when in a time when in a time and they was like like all going at the same time and that kind of like opened my like opened my head a little bit like holy shit i can make like you know given the constraints of the game i can make like i can do so much stuff yeah and i love that i love that like um another game that i kind of like felt this that a little bit of that was scribble knots where anything you can draw it's like, what can I draw to get past this? That game it's was like, wild. sure, you can draw like a giant pencil to make a bridge, or you can, you know, draw like a rocket ship to like go over the gap, or and that's this. Yeah, it's like, how am I going to get from here to there? What is the most logical in my brain? Do I build a bridge? Do I make it like, uh, you know, uh, uh, take a picture of it and bring it closer to me? That kind of stuff. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. I had a I had an absolute blast. Great. It's out yeah. now. Is this, um, is Viewfinder on Game Pass? I don't believe so. Okay, all right. I know it's like fifteen. I'm gonna I'm gonna look right now. It's, I saw <laughs> whatever it is. It's definitely a great. It's indie. worth it. Like this is yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's one of the more creative game mechanics in a while, and it works so surprisingly well. I'm excited um, to play it. We're doing a we're doing yeah, a puzzler stream uh, where I will be playing this, and we'll. I'm sure yeah. I'll, I'll do great. It's, I won't have any issues. <laughs> it doesn't seem particularly it's, it's, difficult. It just is what, what can you come up with in terms of your own imagination? Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not, uh, it's one of those games that, that, uh, I really enjoyed. I just wish there was, I wish there was more of it. Mm. You know, um, there were a couple of puzzles where I spent a little bit of time on, but nothing like, um, like other puzzle games where you get stumped for hours, you know, you're just sitting there like just fucking staring at it. Like, yeah, I'm not, it's not like it's not mastered. Okay. Yeah. This one is way more like, okay, that didn't work. It's I'm just going to experience. take a picture of this and try this. And, and I'm sure uh, yeah. you talked about all the rewind stuff, which, which even, yes, I, I, I have not talked about that yet. Oh. Um, that is one of the mechanics in the game that absolutely, it just has to be there. Um, yep. And one of the things you have to do, or like, uh, it, it wouldn't be, I don't know if it'd be viable without it, but there is a rewind mechanic um, that allows you to, if you placed a picture wrong, because you can place a picture over the goal, like t- the every level, uh, the end goal is to get to the teleporter to go to the next level. If you put a picture over the teleporter, the game will say, uh, you broke the exit, you're going to need to go back. <laughs> So oh, okay. <laughs> you broke the game and can't you, finish this level anymore. Basically. Exactly. Cool. So you can rewind back. And, and the cool function is um, if you, if you double click um, or, or double press, I think it's R. Yeah. Uh, double tap R. It goes back like to the last picture. So you don't have to like go rewind through like slowly through the entire thing. You just double tap it. And it goes, okay, last picture. Okay. Last picture, last picture, depending on, you know, how many ma- you took along the way. Very, very but, convenient. Yeah. yeah. It also yes. really promotes yes. a lot of testing. So like if you, if you need to angle something properly, or if you just want to see if something works, I mean, you can just like super rapid fire, like this doesn't work. Okay. RR, let me try this. Okay. RR. And you can just kind of make it exactly how you want to very easily, which is nice. You don't have to ever worry about that. Cool. Uh, I saw some talk about the voice acting in this not being great. Is that it's indie? It's indie. Yeah. Okay. It's indie. Ex- expect as well, such. What? Mm-hmm. Not being great. How though? Uh, it just didn't. 
It just wasn't good. That's <laughs> what they were saying. No, yeah. no, no like not poor bad. quality or poor acting. Poor acting. Poor acting. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And it's uh, yeah, it's that's little, I mean it's a it little did, flat, but you know. It, yeah. it works. It's all voice. It honestly it, it didn't bother me at all, I'll be honest with you, because of the the chill nature of the game. Like I never felt in the game until like way late game, like end game stuff, like I never felt rushed. Oh, okay. I never felt cool. like there's any sort of intensity like the, the 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 premise of the game is there is a reason for this uh place you're in. The okay. the the game has explanations. This isn't just like puzzle game for puzzle's sake. You know how like Portal has the explanation of GLaDOS is testing you. Right. This has a similar kind of like it's not it's not just cuz. You know, you're actually here and you find out why. And yeah. you, like there's a there's a it's, like a kind of a reveal or like earlier in the game, but I don't want to, you know, spoil it. But you, you're like, oh, OK, that's why I'm doing this. And tell me if just answer it. Spoilers. Yeah. Is is the cat the narrator of the game or is the cat? Does the cat have any sort of meaning in the game? Yes. Is the cat depressed? <laughs> because uh, I looked my. at their social media and it comes across as like, God, I hope someone buys our game. And it was like a picture of them. Like, is that, is that a, in parallel to the game? It's, it's a, it's a little spoilery. Okay. But the, the cat's, the cat's primary function is, is related to the world. Got it. And no, I, I think, I think it's, I think that's just kind of, so it's just like a marketing Twitter. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cause that I saw, I saw them tweeting when the game launched and it was like, God, I hope someone buys our game. We've been live for an hour and no one has. And then they like took a picture of their, their steam thing. It said like zero sales. And I was like, what the, the fuck kind of marketing? (laughs) (laughs) What is happening right now? Do I need to go buy this game? So they cheer up like what's happening. Um, but it's, it seems like that's not the case. So anyways, no, no, no. viewfinder, I think you both give it a thumbs up. seems like it's, yeah, it's worth 100%. it. Cool. Fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Totally. That is, uh, that's viewfinder. Cool. Let's talk remnant. Cool. I will, uh, I'll pull up some footage. Uh, how, how are you enjoying it? I know you kept loving it. Did you reroll yet? I don't know if we want to start I, there, but I got a new class today. Okay. I'm now multi-classed. Um, and I oh, and just I to answer your question. Primary. Viewfinder is not on xbox game pass okay got it sorry there you go thank you um no i'm loving remnant uh unfortunately i i will say this publicly as i as if you are interested in playing remnant i do not recommend playing the handler class with the dog i don't either um <laughs> it's it's uh, unfortunately it's just does not really it's a great idea but it doesn't quite work too well in 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 execution but uh, overall, the game's a lot of fun. The environments have been great. There's tons of loot everywhere. There's apparently a lot of upgrade paths. Like I said, I just got my second class before I ended today. Um, there's lots of little hidden secrets everywhere. There's lots of like cool story and audio logs to find. I mean, overall, I'm just, I'm super, super, super enjoying it. Uh, this is Remnant 1, by the way. Um... <laughs> I was looking at your past VODs and I saw Remnant. I was like, that's it. <laughs> But uh, it does look a lot like Remnant 1. Basically, Remnant 2, in a lot of ways, is just taking everything that 1 is and either not changing the good parts or adding in cool extra stuff that, that you know, really, really adds to it. So far, um, I've been, I've been, even though some of the dialogue has been a little iffy, it's all been voice acted, which has been great. Yeah. 
Um, the feel, the gunplay still feels good, just like it did before. I, like I said, I'm just scratching the surface of the dual class system, but that's been awesome. This character is amazing. Uh, and, and yeah, it's, it's been great. I'm playing on nightmare and looking forward to continuing my run. Nightmare is difficult, but not impossible. We'll say, I agree. Um, yeah. it, it very much is one of those things where, especially with a couple of the boss fights, you just really have to buckle down and you have to learn every phase. You just have to learn every single phase. You have to learn the audio cues, the visual cues. And then once you've learned them, you just got to execute. Yeah. Um, but it feels good because even though some of them, you know, you know, a game does that well when you do the boss fight a few times and you're like, Oh my God, this is so cheap. This is like, what the hell's going on? This is impossible. And then 30 minutes later, you're still fighting that boss, but you're doing 10 times better because at this point you've actually learned every phase. You've learned what to look for, when to look for it, where to be in the arena at the certain time. When you hear the ding off, you got to roll twice. Like it's one of those things where they, they start a lot of the hardest boss fights that I've done start feeling like, oh God, this is going to be a three hour slog. And then like half an hour later when you win, you're like, okay, that was manageable, cool and felt good. And that, and that win felt good. Um, so speaks highly of the, of the design. How many bosses have, well, before I ask this, how long have you played the game and how many bosses have you done? About six or seven hours. Okay. Um, I would say, and, uh, I'm, I cleared the, f- the first area, your first area, and, we should say. Yeah. Yeah. And then got, yeah, my, exactly. My first areas, they're all different. Um, this yeah. area, which, which has, I've not seen some, this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I went to the area after that, which I think everyone goes to, I'm not entirely sure. Um, slight spoiler to labyrinth. I nope. think everyone, I went to the, no, okay, well, well I, okay. I went to the sewer did oh, I don't even know of, what the sewer is. Okay. I don't, maybe you all go right. to the labyrinth after that. I don't know. I don't even chat. Some people so are saying yes. Yeah. Well, everyone's going to go. I, I should, we should yeah. probably say like <laughs> the game starts and it's unique yeah. for every person in terms of where it throws you and, and what you encounter yep. because it's, which is really set. interesting because not all areas cater to all classes and not yes. all areas are the same difficulty. Like yes. some mob, some gen, like for instance, my first like 10 mobs I fought are air mobs and my dog couldn't even do anything about them. Yep. Um, the first few bosses I fought, the dog was literally useless. Yeah. Uh, he would just run to the mob while the mob was doing his big PBAOE and just die instantly. Um, so yeah, one of the reasons I probably, again, don't recommend picking the handler class to start with. It's got some good passives and may synergize well with other stuff. Or if you have a companion or another player with you, there may be some stuff you can kind of work with there, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's a little difficult. The, the uh, anyway, dog the AI, game's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, I love it. I, yeah, I enjoyed I, it. I can't wait to play more tomorrow. I, I echo everything you said. I If I go back, and I say if I go if back. If you go back. Yeah, I got the first Remnant 1 since I played at launch. That final boss left like such a bad taste in my mouth that it's honestly, it has defined what this game is, what this series is, this IP is, that uh, when I got to the first boss last night playing Handler, and I would I zoned in and my dog falls through the world and then falls down below and just immediately dies and you can't even res him. You can't use the heal that's a part. I was just kind of like, man. Have you considered re-rolling? Have you considered re I I enjoyed the game a lot. And so yes, I have considered re-rolling. I've thought about it. Uh and and I could also I got close to killing the boss without having uh the, the dog help me, whatever. Oh, yeah. um, and so I might just kill him and go on. That being said, this game is without, I don't want to spoil it in terms of what they are, but the game has fucking legit jump scares. Does it? The game decided that, Hey, let's start JP 
on the path to jump scares. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, now I'm excited. Okay. And so I got one and there's a clip floating around of, I was not happy when it happened. And someone said, when I fight, uh, after I finished stream last night, uh, I was reading my discord and someone said, man, uh, JP should be glad he didn't kill that boss uh, because the level after it is terrifying. And I was like, I followed up. I was like, well, what do you mean? And he goes, there are legitimate jump scares with like horror stings happening in the level and you would not be happy with it. Uh, so now I'm like, do I really want to continue <laughs> with that shit in mind, knowing that I have to go through that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I enjoyed the, so get, the gunplay a lot, though. I enjoyed the game a lot. Just, just as instinctually, do jump scares just piss you off? <laughs> they just make you angry. Yeah, because it, uh, it's <laughs> the initial. Like I'm fine with the scared aspect, but once it happens, I start to be uneasy about it happening again. So, for example, one of the jump scares was kind of environmental, and so since that jump scare happened, I never go near that type of thing in the environment and they will the devs know what the fuck they're doing because they will put items in front of said environmental thing and it's like hey there's an item with nothing around you could really go get that yellow iron that you need to upgrade <laughs> nah motherfucker the clip. i know better i know better can you, can you, can you do you have the clip handy it will. We can watch it if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zeke, uh, link it, link it in Discord. And I'll, I'll show. Oh, never mind. Someone just posted it. Yeah. Okay. It will uh, spoil it for those that are. Uh, let me let me go over here. It will spoil it for folks. Um, I I think it'll be worth it. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anytime you show a jump scare, it spoils the jump scare. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we can act. I can actually pipe you guys audio this time. I mean, to be honest. Yeah. Listen. I, we heard. I'm not gonna lie. I love this. This new audio stuff. Oh! Oh, damn. Okay. And I'm not going to show what happens after that because it is okay. uh, spoilery. Okay. Wow. But, wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy completely. Uh, <laughs> I just love that he like you do a very similar thing to me. You just like, yeah. No, I I got up, uh, up. I got I'm up out. and walked away and came back like thirty seconds later. Yeah, I had to I had to recollect myself. So yeah, it's actually yeah. incredible. Yeah, uh, I I really did enjoy the game though. Like gunplay is it's fun, but. For me and Co, I don't know if you encountered how much you have encountered it thus far because I know it exists throughout the game. But the cool part of the game for me was walking into a room and not being like slapped in the face with "Hey, this is a secret," but something in the room that looks a little bit more important than you would see in a normal room, and thinking like, "There's something going on here," and then kind of like looking around and saying like something's up with that and go and investigating yep. with that and then saying, but something's also up with, Oh, and then solving it and getting rewarded for it. And I There's love a that. lot of environmental, like it's, it's almost like environmental storytelling, except yeah. a lot of times it's, it's environmental hinting. 
where it's like it won't ever kind of tell you explicitly what you need to do or in some cases even where to go but there's like these always these fun little hints like they'll put an item just close enough to a ledge where you can see like the top of the color yeah when you're looking up and you're like i want that how do i get up there (laughs) and that's when you start like having maybe just look a little bit closer around this room here and uh yeah it's 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 definitely very very cool how they do that and there's so much of it too there's a ton there's there's a ton of it um which is great this part was fun god that looks (laughs) like a nightmare yeah yeah but in in those uh Type of instances. Uh, I don't know if you have the healing dog unlocked at this point. You might not be level five or whatever. Oh, I, ju- I did it towards the end of the stream. Okay, yeah. A lot better. It, yeah. yeah, like the dog works so well in that instance because it, it'll tank and it'll like heal itself and you can kind of like send it to go fight something. And I, I found a uh, our, our ring spoilers. Should I not say what a ring does? Does that matter, Co? I think it's fine. I found a ring that I deal more damage when a mob's not targeting me. So it works with my class, with the handler class, because oh, it, it cool. targets okay. the dog. Yeah. Wow, um, it's great for co-op, too. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Uh, and, and it was great. And I got to that boss, and my dog just kept falling through the world, and I was, I was so tilted. <laughs> it really upset me. Um, so I will see. We'll see. I, all the guns feel great. I've got a one-shot sniper rifle. Uh, that is real. It's called the Widowmaker. It's really How are strong. you finding the scrap gain in this game? Uh, I have found enough to upgrade constantly, but some of those things are like 10,000 scrap and it's a lot. Um, I am constantly out of scrap. Yeah. Like constantly. Like I'm always scrap starved in this game. It There's always like multiple things I want to do that I can't do. Yeah, I, and I don't know if you get more scrap in higher level areas because, like, I went into a like a dungeon or whatever they call them. In the, I think they're dungeons, and it was like level four. Like this area is level five. Were you earning yeah. more scrap in this area? I, not really. Somebody okay. said that it takes around level twenty until you really start seeing like a palpable increase in scrap. But I, don't, I, of course, Jeez. confirm that. And then other people are saying in chat that the devs have acknowledged that scrap is an issue. Oh, um, okay. So, yeah, yeah, something it, to think about. Can I, can I do another little spoiler, by the way, that's kind of fun? Sure, yeah, yeah, So in this area that I'm in, there is uh, mist all around the outside that if you go into, you start vomiting all over the place and getting really slow, and you st- I think you eventually start taking damage or something. Yeah. Well, there's a certain part in the second larger level where you can't see it, but you can actually, unless you have a specific skill from, I think, an explorer or an adventure class or something that highlights items, there's a corpse through the mist. So you have to go in, you start vomiting, and then you can jump over something, loot a corpse, drop down, loot an item, take it back, and it unlocks a hidden freaking class. Whoa. Okay. So they're, they're, now people are like, how many of these are in the game? So Wait, so it's, a it's, hidden class on top of the eight or whatever? You get, yeah, well, it's, it's, a, it's a class called the engineer. So I can now drop a turret, Is or, that... I can then, or I can use it as a heavy weapon, and then I can overcharge it to not use ammo. Is that the pet class? It's a droppable. Tur- no, I think there's a summoner. Somebody yeah, there's a summoner. summoner yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, knew I, that it's was not a that. Thing. This is the oh. engineer. Okay. So I'm now a handler engineer. Um, but my engineer is now the main class, so I don't have to worry about the dog. Although I think I have the dog too. Um, oh, so yeah, you get subclasses. Oh, you get you get to be two different classes. 
Oh, I didn't know. Okay, I've not seen that yeah. yet. Cool. Which is freaking cool. And you get the yeah. skills and of both, so you get two active you skills? You do. I think and... you do. I saw, I saw like an X and a C or something. Um, I don't know if there's like a prime in subclass or if it's just dual classing. Maybe chat can help me out there. I'm not very sure. Damn, very that sure, sounds good. That Okay. It's, it's I, think, saying, I think it's dual uh, classing, not subclassing. Oh. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So you don't have like a primary and a sub. I think you actually get like two classes you get to be. Okay. Damn that. Okay. Yeah. You do Q. You can do Q for NG and E for dog on your, in your situation. That, yep. No, that you can't do class great. the same class. So we can't have two dogs. That basically. sounds great. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I, since spoiler, I won't say how you solve it. I walked in. The map is really fun in this game because it won't show you that a room exists that you can go into uh, if it's a secret room. But every once in a while, like you'll see something that you can duck under and it'll like go into it. Then the map will populate with that's a room. Um, I walked into a room yesterday and there's a chest in the center of the room and all around the room on every aspect of the wall are numbers that have been carved into it with like a knife and you can solve the puzzle <laughs> with the information that you're given. And it was fucking cool. cool. <laughs> like oh, that, yeah. that type of stuff is so fun. Uh, and I'm sure chat barraged you with the flashlight thing, right? Uh, I, know, I know that. I know that happened to me. Did it work? Just... Oh, oh, in the beginning of the game where you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To get the thing. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and have you looked at the flashlight? Do you look at the flashlight? Have you looked at the flashlight? You look at the fla- Did you know that with the flashlight? You can okay, chat. Thank you, thank you. I yeah no yeah. <laughs> um, so it's cool. I I love all those secrets that I saw. Like that there was a dev on uh, on Twitter social media that was saying that not all of the game has been found. Like mm-hmm. through all there's, of the there the are QA rumors and everything. that there's entire classes that haven't been found yet. Yeah, that's cool. That's that's freaking awesome. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's hugely cool. I love that all that stuff exists. Um, all that said, I will 100% stand by the fact that if, if you have the means, this game is 1000% more fun grabbing a buddy or two and playing through it, uh, without question. Um, cause the entire time I was playing, it's like, man, I wish I had, uh, I, I wish I could like tell someone to go over there and pull that mob or, or whatever. It seems like it's definitely a, a more fun with friends game. That being said, it's still fun solo. I still had a great time solo. Oh, yeah. It's a slower I've only game. I played it solo so far and I'm loving it. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, uh, still huge, huge fun. Slower process. I will, like, I go through a room. I don't know if you're the same. I go through rooms slower because I'm solo. Mm-hmm. And I've watched people that are grouping and they're just like playing like it's fucking destiny, just <laughs> through yeah. the max yeah. full speed. So well, you kind of get that feeling where it's like, if I miss something, one of them will see it. Yeah. Or something like that, you know? So, but when you're solo, it's like, it's a, it's a different experience. A very yeah. different experience. Yeah, let, me, let me take down the spoiler tag. So, uh, that's remnant two. You gonna, you gonna do a full play, a full playthrough? Oh like yeah. A story playthrough, yeah, I'm, I guess. I'm going to, I'm going to do a, at least one full story playthrough. Um, I'm doing a little bit of multiplayer. I'm actually going to sponsor look at it on Monday with Dan's gaming. Nice. Do some multiplayer, which I think will be a lot of fun. And then, uh, after my single player, uh, playthrough, I think if Barry can get it working, we might do a co-op. But he is unfortunately one of the, I think, the low single-digit people that can't open the game. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Nothing to look out for, unfortunately. Um, but there there are people that are getting, there's this weird virtual memory error going around that some people are getting that you, you literally just can't open the game. It immediately errors out. So Oof. devs know when they're working on it, but, you know, we'll see. 
We'll see how long it takes, unfortunately. Yeah, that sucks. I, I, the game launched uh, like Friday, I guess, at like 6 p.m., and I knew Barry was playing it, so I pinged him and said, hey, how's the game? And he just sent me a yeah. screenshot back of the, <laughs> the giant debug log. Yeah. Like, yeah, shit doesn't yeah. Work. yeah. So yeah. I, w- I didn't know it wasn't fixed yet. That sucks. But anyways, that's Remnant 2. Uh, if you want to play now, you do have to buy the $80 version. Yep, until the 25th. Until the 25th, and then it launches 25th for the $60 version. Um, there's also, like, you get... Are you? Did you use the armor? Any of the pre-order armor? I have not used any of the DLC armor. Okay. Gotta, it, there's, you know, no yeah. point in playing the hardest difficulty if you're going <laughs> to use the, all the DLC stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that There's, like, three armor sets or something like that. But, yeah, that's Remnant 2. Uh, and I'm sure we'll talk about it next week uh, a little bit more. I might go back to it. Uh, it's not on game pass is it i don't believe so no not at least not now i don't know if it's going to be there on tuesday um yeah it is uh it is a pricier version (laughs) to play at the moment uh zeke besides viewfinder what else you been playing well i picked up a game on uh friday called my friendly neighborhood which is i know this (laughs) for a reason why do i know this what is my friendly neighborhood? That's the it's uh game, right? it's it's Sesame Street, but dark, I guess. Okay. Um, there it is. You uh, play a repairman who goes uh, to try and fix the the tower, the 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 antenna on top of a building, and guess what? You can't just go up there right away. <laughs> You've got to go through some stuff to get there. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, this game, My Friendly Neighborhood, something scary is happening with everyone's favorite Saturday morning puppet show, The Friendly Neighborhood. Play as Gordon, a repairman sent to get to the bottom of this disturbing dilemma, fend off puppets, and solve puzzles in this survival horror adventure. Um, so I played the demo of this, uh, which I think, yes, the demo is still available on Steam if you want to check it out yourself. Um, but I played the demo of this, and I I think I put like an hour or so into it, and it was I gotta say it was really annoying <laughs> because uh, when you uh, see the there's puppets everywhere the Muppets they're they're legally not Muppets yeah they're Muppets they're puppets let's legally not distinct Muppets yeah, let's not get right. sued yeah, here. yeah. Uh, okay. you know <laughs> so you uh, when you knock down the puppets. Um, you can either leave them knocked down or you can tape them up because if you come back to the room and you have not taped them up, they will be uh, up and on their feet again, ready to attack you. If you tape them up, they stay taped up for every time you go back in that room. So if it's like a, a hub area that you go through, you find yourself going through a lot, probably a good idea because tape is a very, very, very limited supply, like a very limited quantity of 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 duct tape because i mean there's only that so is, many ducks in the world yeah it's very true it's <laughs> it's a problem great point, great point. It's a problem it, that's a let me let me pound it pound, it, pound that one. Oh, there you go oh the space close enough uh, <laughs> in the space there's <laughs> um but yeah it's 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 the like the thing that you find in the lo- the lowest quantity is the thing you obviously need the most or you would like to have the most is the the ability to keep uh the the puppets permanently disabled but it does like i i understand why they do why they do it like that so you have to pick and choose like specific 
areas or parts like I usually use it on hub areas that I'm going to be traversing a lot or narrow hallways that I might have to come back through um, because you can avoid the puppets attacking you. Um, but it's, I just love that, it, that the fact that you just said that and we're all just like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Video game. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, the annoying oh that was I was that's right I was on another tack uh, during the demo there was an uh, the annoyance came from these puppets never stop talking ever never never not even when they're oh up. god it's like drop frames oh. so yes exactly um, unless you're unless you're talking about um, uh, Path of Exile or or you know something like that then there's you know one of us will stop talking anyways. Um, they even when they're on the ground, they have voice lines, and uh, they were really annoying. They, I think, might have cut it back a little bit because they are less noticeably annoying uh, after the uh, you know after playing the demo. Yeah. I was really apprehensive about going back to it, but it's not as bad. Plus, plus, if you like, there is a puppet talk slider, so you can <laughs> it has its, it has its own audio. The thing, game so knows it. <laughs> very much does yeah. so that's good um uh it's it okay the, the gameplay of the of this game is very resident evil um in that uh you in order to wasn't resident evil one of the games where you like in one of the games you had to burn the corpse or else it would come back right you could knock them yeah. down but yeah. they wouldn't stay dead unless you like burned them or something similar idea with a duct tape um, you knock them down, and in order to make them stay down, you duct tape them, but you don't get very much duct tape, so you gotta use it wisely if you can. Um, also, it's, um, the save system is a... Evil Within. Uh, oh. ribbon. A ribbon, so you have to find tokens. You have to find, like, uh, uh, My Friendly Neighborhood tokens in, in order to save. Like the typewriter ribbon in, in Resident Evil. Right. Um, so it's, you don't get a save whenever you want. Or, I mean, you can't save as many times as you want, only for as many tokens as you have found. And I think there's a finite number of tokens. So um, I haven't had a pro like a problem having enough tokens, but just be aware that, you know, don't save every time you, you can just progress and then, you know, save after you've done something arduous or big or whatever. Cool. Um, as far as, like the the dying and stuff goes like it I don't you don't it's not like super difficult in that way where you know you find yourself like game overing a lot and having to restart that doesn't happen a lot um and it's kind of a little like I would like it to be more more gory I guess more hardcore a little bit more like more like you, you know like your muppets when the with a side of like blood yeah yeah, something like that, but, like, there's no... I, I haven't seen, like, any real blood in the game. Like, when they... They're creepy. Don't get me wrong. They're fucking creepy. But when they attack you, it's just like they go, like... And they kill you without, like, actually doing much. Does, uh, uh, does Five Night at Freddy's have, like, a lot of blood in it? I, I look at this game, and I'm like, oh, this is... They're trying to capture that audience, but... Five Nights at Freddy's is built around a, a, a tenseness and jump scares or yeah. like, like that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. This, this not, not as much. 
Okay. Um, they kind of tell you, the puppets all kind of tell you when you walk into a room, they tell you where they are because they're talking, like I said, nonstop. Um, so you kind of know where they are, but they do kind of put like a puppet in the middle of you and that other room. Like, see, there's one right in the middle, right? So in order to get to the pizza shop, like I, you kind of like, uh, is she going to notice me? Is she going to notice me? Uh, okay. Or you could just knock her out and taper up, which I should have done because I didn't know how long, how much time I was going to be spending in this area. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, a lot of it is, um, get to new area, find the area map, find the save spot, complete area by finding key to lockbox. Key to lockbox does this. Lockbox opens valve, grab valve, put valve here. Valve turns on water. Water does this, you know, and then that's basically how it, how it goes. Um, there are some like um, extra added things you can do uh, in the game that are not, they're optional where you can um, help certain uh, uh, enemies in the game. Mm. And I would okay. like, I, I don't want to go any further than that, but like, sure. look for ways that you can like, if you, if you find an item in the game that you're not sure, like, what the fuck is this? Go with it in the mind, like, oh, maybe this is that. <laughs> because I was, I, I got this item. I was like, I have no fucking clue what this does. It doesn't relate to anything I've seen in the world. But then eventually I was like, bloop. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, those things can be achievements too? Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Um, but like, I haven't finished yet. I'm about seven, yeah, seven and a half hours in. Um, it's, uh, I was told that I have a couple more hours left on the run. Two, two or three, so I'm guessing it's like for a normal playthrough, probably like seven hours for most people. Okay. Ten hours, ten, eleven for me. Cool. Yeah. My friendly neighborhood. It's a game. Oh, a puppet game. <laughs> I played another game. Do what? I played another game. Did a sponsor stream for one. What'd you play? Coreborn. Oh, I think was that this morning? Yesterday morning? Yesterday morning. Yeah. I've been getting up earlier, so I I tune into the streams now nice. in the mornings. Uh, I, I saw you it. playing that. Yeah. How yeah. how was it? Um, like I saw. It. So this is you this is kind of interesting. You and it was just fucking gargantuan. Oh god, lot <laughs> big skill, big skill tree. Uh, yeah. Coreborn right now is early access, and I had not heard of Coreborn, but apparently it's it's like an established IP. So if you've really? heard of Coreborn before, this is a game that's like being built around that. They've got like a fan base community that's helping them make it. Right now, it feels like an early access survival game. So I, I'd say right now they're like they're 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 finding their voice, so to speak. Okay. Um, figuring out exactly what they want the game to look like. There is a, a lot of building. There, it's it's a PVE game. Um, you make a little city, but then what's or you make a little uh, place to build. But what's kind of cool is players can can join and then join that. You can expand it out. You can have like individual buildings inside of it, and apparently it gets to the point where it's like a tower defense thing later that you can activate on your own. So it's doing some very interesting things. Also, when you factor in the giant skill tree. Um, but a lot of it just feels really early access right now. And a lot of it is, you know, they're still figuring out how they want to do things and how they're going to make things. So it's, it's cool, but it's definitely early access. And, yeah. uh, it's, it, I feel, I feel like it's, uh, it's kind of like a Valheim right now, maybe a little bit more rough around the edges than Valheim was. Um, but it, it definitely looks like it has some serious potential. Is, uh, let me, I'll skip around here a little bit. Is it? What is your model? Is it anime-ish character type? Like it's cartoony. It's Fortnite. That's oh, what people Fortnite-y. say. It's okay. Fortnite. 
Gotcha. So it's it's kind of ana- animated looking, cartoonish characters. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that's what the base material is like or something. There may be like a reason for the aesthetic. Um, but it's it's Fortnite. Let me see if I can try to find the menu for the like skills because it is is this it maybe nope that's just learned recipes the the skills is like there's a ton of skills and then like any of the circle ones have three perks you get perk points that you use like it's it's uh pretty extensive like it looks if they can actually fill out the content to get to keep up with the skill system so um looks like it could be very interesting you might have said i i thought this was an mmo is it an mmo not really it's it's small group oh, so you're okay. not going to be playing with like hundreds of people you kind of like break into like a small community shard kind of thing but there that being said there are other people running around doing their things as well while you do and you can join up with them and they can join your town and, and stuff like that so, and it just handles um, that at random when they pop into your world yes okay yeah it's it's, it's like an instant base kind of thing got it so um i'm gonna ask you the same question that i asked you for EverQuest. <laughs> What, what do you do in this game? <laughs> it's, it's a survival game at heart. Okay. It's a survival okay. game. So you're you're crafting stuff. There's like a loose main quest that kind of takes you down the backbone of what you can build and, and learning the crafting system and, and things like that. But it is at heart, it is a survive. It's a multiplayer survival game. Yeah. Survival Same craft. follow-up question. Are there bosses, lead enemies, things to fight? Not that I saw. There are things to fight, and there's okay. a combat system, but I do not know. And I heard they they mentioned dungeons and stuff, but I'm not really sure how much of that's in the game, and I did not get to them in the hour and a half that I played. I'm doing another sponsored stream of it uh, later. It was like a two-part thing. Um, I'm actually going to try to specifically explore things I haven't done yet in that stream, if I can. Yeah. Uh, I may have to just keep doing what I'm doing to kind of progress down the main quest, but i kind of like to see you know what what else you can do in the game as well to keep it interesting. Cool. Like for me, especially for Valheim, like the building and stuff in Valheim is awesome, but I love the exploring around and killing the bosses and having to like build your ships and stuff like that. So I'm wondering what kind of Coreborn's gimmick is to keep players in it long term. Makes sense. So my uh, just last question: What did they use instead of this? What what game do they use instead of this in the sleep study program? I'm just curious. Like, <laughs> I I'm curious. Uh, uh, personal question, Zeke. Uh, and I, I don't mean this with any sarcasm or anything. Does a game yeah. have to have for you specifically to play it? Does it have to have like a, like a directive? Cause I, I, you asked yes. me the same question with like, when I played oh, no, no runner, uh, talked about that in the past. Yeah, you have. absolutely yes. talked about, no, about sandbox games. Just put you to sleep, right? Yeah. 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 I, I want a game with, with a through line with, okay. with some, some plot, some point to it. Uh, it, and and it's just it's a matter of preference. Like I'm, right, I'm not yeah, yeah, like totally. trying to. I'm just making jokes. I'm not poo pooing anyone who likes no, you know, no, games no. that I, are I make your so. own story or whatever. But it's it's definitely like if I go into a game, I want something to like a storyline to follow. That is that is sure. like whether it's whether it's a light storyline. Like Valheim had a very light storyline. You know, it wasn't like quest 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 quest. It was like. Uh, you know, it had it had a progression. It was like, do this boss, go to this biome, next biome, next biome, next biome. Um, but yep. it it had a like you know a point to it. Like I get it. I have like games I like need a point. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I'm. I noticed that when I uh, I don't want to jump back into Diablo talk, but I noticed that when playing the new season of Diablo Zeke, where because there wasn't a cleared like I didn't have a story to progress through. 
and this is a longer conversation where it's like in PoE, I discovered that I enjoyed doing the story a billion times because it's a directive to me to get through faster every single time. And I didn't have that in Diablo. And I was like, what the fuck am I playing this for? <laughs> like, <laughs> what am I doing here? Yeah. And so I, I do have uh, similar tendencies uh, with that. So, yeah. Anyway. Well, it, like in, in that vein, like <clears throat> uh, when, uh, like, you know, just using Valheim as the example, when Valheim was like getting a, I heard it like, they're getting a big update. And I was like, oh, awesome. What? It, more bosses, more enemies. Like, it's the Hearth and Home update. I'm like, yeah, fuck that. What the fuck? Like, seriously? <laughs> Give me something to kill. Give me something God to hunt. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's like, no, I, I, I don't mind building. It's not the building that I mind. It's the fact that I. It's the fact that I like. I personally can't get the enjoyment behind well, building some lavish castle. Yeah, just cause you build for purpose, not aesthetics. Is, is exactly still exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I, but that's my life too. Like, I could probably have afforded like a bigger house or something like that. But like, I don't need like a big house or or you know a lot of room and shit. Like this, this what like, and this has been all my life. Like, I could afford a bigger apartment, but I got the smaller one because a it's cheaper and b like I don't need a lot of room. You know, like some people do. Sure. I don't. I build. I like you know. I look for function over yeah over form. Yeah, I get it. I Nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong at all um i've the game i've honestly played the most this past week hasn't been on stream it's been halls of torment i'm i'm done with that i put like 15 20 hours into halls of torment i've done everything and that i've gotten all of it i've done it all i can't dude <laughs> that game is fucking game, sick I, I feel like that game's gonna be what well, it, it's it's gonna be like vampire it's survivors so level. good like once it's done and gets 1.0 and everything it's it's fantastic. I've actually debated going back to it. I'm not I'm not done with it at all. <sighs> all right, all right. I'll it's play it on Tuesday. So nice. good. there we go. Awesome. Okay, it's a lot of fun. It's a yeah, lot of fun. I'm I'm no for I'm, real. Like everybody has been game. has been yeah been shouting about it. Have been talking about it, like how great it is. I'm like okay, is it that great? And th- yeah, so I'll play it. That's I was looking for a game to play on Tuesday, and I guess that's what I'll do. Yeah, Halls of Torment. Awesome. Loving that. Try. Uh, Co. I actually went back to Exo Primal. I did a sponsor. Yeah. They, they contacted me for a sponsored stream. Funny enough, after our stream, after our show last week, so I did it on Monday. I, I don't know if we talked about this, and maybe we did. I think I said something along the lines of like, "Yeah, Strippin kept playing, and he got different mission types or something." Yeah, I did two missions, and it unlocked the next like stage of the game. It. Why the fuck is that not the base? It's so much more fun. Then like Is the it? first base game, the first like level that you did in the base. Yeah. I, I read afterwards on Twitter that apparently the game puts you, sorry, match makes you with the lowest level person in your party in terms of the story. And it also follows along with where the general community is within the game in terms of where it match makes you into and what's available in that. So it's like it's it's like artificially keeping people at the beginning of the game, basically. For this, it was when when I was playing, yeah. And I don't know if that's still the case now that people have progressed with it. Um, granted, it's still on Game Pass, so maybe it just has a constant flux of new people playing it. But like the first, and we we said we're kind of reiterating what we said last week. The first couple of missions are pretty bare bones. Like there's not much in them. You go and kill them. It's the same thing essentially. 
Um, and then I unlocked the, the like next levels and I fought like T-Rexes and there was like a giant swarm of mobs that popped up and you had to like fight these pterodactyls. There was like a hundred plus pterodactyls that were, it was, here's my question. It was wild. Is it good enough to keep playing it? Is it good enough to keep playing it after that? Um, make it sound pretty cool. I would say keep playing it. I I will not, but that's because I'm solo. If I had people to jump into with, yes, though I don't know if it would hold my interest outside of that. Because I don't know, like, the best part of the game for me is the PvP, and I think yeah. they, like, took a step back in the PvP because the general community disliked the PvP, and they just wanted to play against and hunt the dinos. Um, and that was kind of what they think the community wants. But it being a live service game, they can kind of take it whatever direction I guess they want now at this point. Um, so we'll see. There is like a story boss at the end of all of it uh, that apparently yeah. is really cool, uh, but I didn't see that. Uh, and I don't know how long it takes to get to that point. I had a couple of community members and, and mods that did get to that point, but I I don't know how long it took them. Um, but it, it's, it's, set, it's still exactly what I said last week. It's a fucking weird game. I don't know. I don't know how that game came about and how it is. I'm glad that it exists and I'm glad that people are like trying. It's not a new thing, but they're trying new IPs, right? Like they're trying to, to put new stuff out there instead of number game 17 or whatever you want to put there. But yeah, it was weird. I'm glad I went back into that sponsor stream. So I got to see other aspects of the game. Um, Cool. And then last week I I finished 16. I'm done. I, I beat the game. Uh Congratulations. I guess we got to start are we still doing a still want to do a spoiler cast for that? I don't even know if Max is finishing the game. I I don't know where yeah. he lies I, with that. Uh you know like it's kind of run its course. I we might have waited too long. I, it kind of has and and honestly now that you're done with it, I think I can safely say like ah uh, you know like there's not a it's not like 7 yeah it's not it's there's not it's like done a the game's amount done to, yeah it's very much done and there's like a little bit of stuff we can discuss about the ending and how it leaves some edges open and you know but it's not it's not there, there's not a huge amount of discussion needed i feel yeah i don't think it could be a whole show i don't think so either yeah having yeah. having gotten and finished it um Oh, Max is apparently playing last night. He's just chugging along, taking his time. Okay. Max does. He savors the flavor of fan. He is. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) fighting games right now are in a a, a golden age. Like, it's crazy crazy time for fighting games. So Mm -hmm, I get it. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I understand. Yeah. Finished 16. A little sad when I finished it, but also, like, I'm glad. I'm good. I'm I'm done with that. Ready to be done. Ready to be done. Good to be done. Good to be done. Uh, And then. That's just uh, real quick. If we're talking about finishing games, like yeah, after 300 fucking hours of playing, I finally, I guess, finished War Tales. Oh, nice. Oh, that game is congrats. fucking huge, man. There's it just it's fucking huge, and it takes so much time. Like every battle, it's turn based, you know, turn based combat. So it takes just turn based strategy. It takes a long time. Yeah, but I finally got all the way. Like I got all of the main missions uh, on all of the parts of the map and stuff like that. And I got, I got it all done. And, um, I really, okay. 
Can we put up a spoiler tag, please? Because I really have to say something. Uh, Spoilers for War Tales. This isn't War Tales. If you're playing yes. it. Uh, here, I'll... Here's some War Tales spoilers with DC Dual Force footage. <laughs> yeah, and that's what go. I was going to talk about next. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Uh, if you're playing War Tales, spoilers here. Uh, but I would just want to say, I after I after I like finished this part of the game, I went and looked up as like end game War Tales, and they're like, nah. I'm like, wait, what? There's not like a a wrap up, a big conclusion, and they're like, nah, nah, nah. It's just you, you can just complete all the quests and get all the and recipes and do all that shit if you want. And I'm like, you've okay. been sandboxed, Zeke. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. There was no like, there's there's a running story in each land, but there's like, I thought there was going to be one like cohesive thing that touched all the lands. Yeah, and nope, nope. There is one enemy. If you've gotten far enough in War Tales, which is like, I don't know, 1% of 1% of you probably watching, um, <laughs> because it's a fucking long game. There is one enemy in one place that I looked up because I was like, this guy seems impossible. And I looked it up, and the first first thing I got was, first result was like a Reddit post. Is this guy impossible? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, good. Oh, good. It's not, not just alone. me. Yeah. So there is one enemy in the game that was fucking hard. And I spent so many hours until I found something that worked on it. And I was like, okay, I found something that works on this. I'm going to go back. And I did it. And I was like, okay, we got it done. But that guy, like you, it's unbelievably like hard right when you come up. Because all the other fights are, you know, pretty standard. You like maybe you get like close to death here and there, but like it's not like I'm playing it on the expert difficulty. You know that's probably also what added length to the game. Sure. But you get to this one place and you're just like okay, and you like start whacking and you're like wait, and then you look at the health bar and you're like, are you fucking joking me? <laughs> this has got to be a joke. <laughs> and that it just confirmed it like later on like. Is this a joke? And then you see that someone else is, is has the same question. Is this a joke? Did you kill it? <laughs> yeah, you like I eventually found something, but it, it was down. like okay. one specific like item that because I you it, once you like come up against something like that, I'm sure a lot of you out there are like, okay, I'm gonna try this thing. I'm gonna try bleeding. Nope, can try poison. Nope, can try this. Can try that. Can try the other thing. Can try. You know, party of this, party of, you know, party of five. You know, I'm going to get. <laughs> uh, Good show. And, and finally, I found one thing. and I was like, oh, thank God that works. And that's it. But yeah, I cool. finished it uh, ish. <laughs> like, I still got like. I mean, it's know, a sandbox. I've still game, got quests so, yeah. open, I guess. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah. That's War Tales. War 300 Tales. hours. 300 done. hours. Jesus Christ. That's. Yeah. There you go. It's a long one. That's a long one. Uh, let me release, what is this? Uh, spoiler tag. Sorry. Yep. Uh, there we go. Uh, this is DC Dual Force. They contacted me. Didn't even know this game existed. They sent me an email and said, hey, you want to do a sponsored stream? We saw you played Marvel Snap. This is our card game from DC. And I said, yeah, I'll check that out. This uh, is DC I, Snap. It's DC. Well, it's Snap is so much of its own card game. Like 
this is DC Hearthstone is really what I would say this is. Um, and, and all the, the good ways it's got a PVE oh. mode, uh, which is, I, I think card games these days, like you have to have a PVE mode to keep people interested that don't want to deal with people playing Galactus for the 7,000th time <laughs> and be frustrated. So you avoid uh, the metas basically. Yeah. Yeah. You avoid the meta. Um, and, and snap, uh, is very much a game of the meta. Uh, this game, I think it does have PvP. I know it does have PvP. But in the two hours that I played it, I didn't play a single PvP uh, mode. I did their PvE mode. And the way that that is, is that once a week, they're going to put out a... Uh, basically, they're going to put out a comic. And so the comic that's in the beta right now is... This is where we're getting really in the weeds for comics. Uh, the New 52, which is a new DC initiative from a couple of years back... Uh, they did episode one or sorry, issue one of that. And basically you've kind of go through the, the comic as it were with all the big fights um, and all the heroes from that Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, Green Lantern, all that stuff. And it kind of, it presents it as a comic. Uh, and I really like that as a PVE mode, right? Like as a, a comic nerd, a, a superhero nerd, it's fun to play through this stuff. Um, presentation is, this isn't voice acted. Uh, I don't know if they plan to put voice acting into it, um, at a later date, the like opening of the game, the tutorial is voice acted, but none of this is, which is kind of odd. Uh, but I enjoyed the PV aspect of it. The card game aspect of it, uh, is fun. I, I wasn't frustrated, uh, with any of that. You get to choose this stuff. So you get to choose a flavor of ice cream and that gives you certain, uh, benefits you pick correctly, dude. Oh, I did. Cause vanilla makes your characters invincible on your turn. And that's oh. crazy strong because you just attack yeah. everything and don't take damage back. Um, but yeah, yeah. It, was, uh, it was a cool thing of like, hey, we saw you played a card game. Here's our card game. You should play that. And I said, great. I, I like this type of uh, sponsored gig. Still <laughs> playing Snap? Let's do more of this. Uh, I, funny enough, I log into Snap every single day because every single day you can uh, get your 50 free credits and then I log out. <laughs> that is what I've been doing for okay. three months at this point. Um, logging in every day and getting my 50 credits and logging out. Uh, and that's a, uh, that's a, that's an investment. Uh, what, what is the, the sunken cost? Fall- what, what is it where you like? Yep. Oh yeah. You put yep. sunken cost fallacy, you put yep. money into it and you're you like, put well, so much into it at this yeah. point. You just have to keep going. You have to keep going. That's exactly yep. right. That's exactly right. Yep. Uh, and every once in a while I get next to the, uh, the, the cap, uh, that's D I didn't have the name up. That's DC dual force. I'll get next to the, uh, the cap of 10,000 and I'll be like, yeah, let's just up. Okay. I upgraded that card. I can get this card. Okay, great. See you tomorrow. Snap. And then I, uh, <laughs> close the app and, and move on. Uh, so to answer your question, am I playing actively? No, I'm still booting the app though. Every single day. Cause it takes. 30 seconds to collect my 50 credits uh, and move on. Uh, but it's also because I put, let's say an amount of money into that game. Uh, and I would feel bad if I just like quit cold Turkey. So yeah, that's that sunk cost. Yep. Sunk yep, cost. Yep. Sounds, sounds, sounds familiar. Yeah. Sounds familiar. When I used to play poker, it's like, well, I know I'm beat, 
but I already have $50 in the pot. So what's another $3? Like, no, no, no. Save that $3 and fold, dude. Save that $3 and fold it. If you know your beat, just save it and fold. You're good. Yeah. Have you that's three dollars uh, that you could you didn't lose? Have either of you noticed the resurgence talking about like spending money in games and, and whatnot in the streamer world that uh knife opening is all the rage again? People are back to, oh. to opening boxes and see it. Oh, yeah, CSGO and uh, by oh, this one's 16 grand. It's a big ass. Look at this. It's yep, can't wait till someone launches or finds a new website and we go down that whole fucking rabbit hole again sometime in the future because is it still is it still like shitty like uh, like people are doing shitty things or no it, it's just it's it's at the stage and and case opening where it's that's the stream right like i'm gonna drop hundreds of dollars oh to my try god to get, uh, a case speaking of that speaking of that's the stream uh-oh npc oh yeah we didn't shit? talk about that that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. what is it I, is it what I, I think it is is it what i, think I don't it know is? what is you it think just it like is, people but... paying is it people paying a real person to do voice lines yeah. whatever their menu is yeah sure okay it, it is uh it's the TikTokification of live streams is what i would say i i mean to be fair though ice cream so good ice cream so good yum 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 yeah yeah so yeah. the object is to repeat the things exactly like say them exactly the same way every time no matter like have if a, you like have like the gang gang or the ice cream yes. like you have three gang gangs in a row then you have three ice creams and then you have gang gang and say exactly the same like you're a fucking the point, robot the point is that you are a robot with an idle animation it's a play it supposedly it's a play on like ai stuff and, it, okay. and it's like you you are you are an npc in a video game and as people give you money, you react to it the exact same way every time. Yep. Yeah, that's that's the entertainment. People are making uh, about seven grand a day for five catchphrases, is what they're saying on this article on the Guardian. Mm-hmm. So it's lucrative. Uh, that that's... and they don't talk in between, right? No, they don't ever. They break try character. not to. It's it's like it's like a street okay. performer, like yeah. that does okay. the um that does like the standing still. Kind of thing. The robot, like yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. point. They're, the point is they're 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 in that yeah. mode, so they're not supposed to do anything. Which is hilarious because apparently one of one of them, like their kid, acted up while they were doing it, and she just starts going off on him in French, like midway oh, through, and it goes right that. back into it, and it's just kind of like, whoops. Uh, um, are you guys cool if I play a clip of it? Go yeah, wild, that's fine. Wow, a lot of gift for you. Flowers for me. Beautiful. Oh, and this girl pops popcorn while she does it too. Mm, Ice cream so good. Mm, Ice cream so good. Keeping money gun. I got your name. Wow, a lot of gift for you. Hee haw, yes. You got me feeling like a cowgirl. What is she writing down? Gang gang. Ice cream so good. Go crazy. Go crazy. Mm. Mm, Ice cream so good. Yes, 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 yes. This must be mm, so tiring. It's oh, gotta be tiring. It's so cute. You do this for hours? Oh, thank you, baby. I love you. No. Mm, ice cream so good. Oh, okay. It's not even <laughs> my birthday. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. It's so absurd. Like, I it's can't. so absurd. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's just an absurd Well, thing. dude, I mean, like. People are giving is, them I, so much money. So like, much it's, money, it's yeah. So much money. Dude, I, 
you guys and now like, you know I, about it I, I and you're not gonna believe, stop thinking about it yeah i can't yeah. believe any of you out there are even the smallest bit surprised or horrified oh i'm not at all yeah whatever oh, no, no i'm no. talking about people in the in the chat they're like oh my god what <laughs> like are you serious like yeah. when that like mukbang shit came out like the fucking asmr like i don't get asmr at all and everybody's like Oh, sometimes it's really, really good. I'm like, really it's never yeah. good. It's never. <laughs> it's terrible. Always. Are you serious? It's, oh, that's funny, man. And then I saw that and I was like, oh, of course. Of course there's that. There's going to be like, Just the you know, trend. I'm sure there's there's already a porno adapt adaptations of it. Like, Oh, oh, funny enough. When it first started, <laughs> sure. when it first started, it was uh, fetishized. Oh, so, really? Like, there were there were articles yeah. going around that like this, this isn't good because it's fetishizing like the women that are doing it and all this kind oh, of stuff. God. And but uh, then then that played into like a whole new you know discourse of well who cares? Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah you know yeah, if they yeah. want to do that they can do whatever they want and you know so it was yeah it's it's a whole it's a whole thing. But funny enough that I mean, again exactly what they said when ASMR started. You know oh no now people are you, they're licking the mic. You know it's the whole it's the whole it's just cyclical it's cyclical and this is, is the new. Yeah random internet trend i'm sure give it a year or two we'll get the next stage of whatever that is <laughs> so. yeah and i'm excited no, I about it. I want, and I what's funny about is she it. wasn't doing it but but oh so many people are doing it as a joke a lot of big youtubers are doing it now too yeah um dude. but what's really funny is a lot of them have actual idle animations yeah they'll do so this. like while they're waiting they'll be sitting there like this thing and they'll just sit there just like an npc <laughs> in skyrim you know and just like do their little idle animation while they're waiting for people to give them money um it's yeah it's wild it's wild yeah no i'm i'm gonna do the Definitely same thing interesting uh i'm gonna do one of these uh these npc streams and it's going to be what's the can you the lowest bit amount you give is one right i have oh I, I have no clue how the monetization yeah. works everyone's doing it on tiktok yeah so it's all on it's, tiktok you know, that's the thing it's, it's not big on oh, the little the thing you, you can do on TikTok. on tiktok is you can contribute with like these little emojis essentially and they're worth different amounts i think yeah. So gotcha. as they contribute Flowers the and, money for the yeah. emoji, exactly. So you know, right. and it's that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do uh, an NPC stream. Yeah, it's not on Twitch. It's going yet. to be. It's a good point. One bit, <laughs> one bit, and the thing that I'm going to do is going to be ten minutes long. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sure. Oh, wow, ice cream's so good. So let's read this expert from You just uh, read a page King from Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. King and I, yeah. Exactly what I'm going to do. Do it. Ex great. Except I, won't, I will do nothing. Nothing so arduous as reading or talking. It will be like, I will uh, stare at the eat camera a sandwich. for 10 minutes. I think, I think eat, a, eat a sandwich will be like the thing or or, or just eat, eat one chip at a time for yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, oh it, God. it honestly is, unless I'm mistaken, I think it's the first thing that's really taken off on TikTok when it comes to their live streams. Cause for the most part that I've seen the biggest live streams on TikTok were like people streaming the Taylor Swift eras tour, people going to Disney and streaming their like theme park, uh, experience. And then kind of in the like hundred to 500 viewers, it was Twitch streamers just exporting out their streams to TikTok at the same time and hoping to try to grab that audience. And now these NPC streams are taking like 20, 30, 40, 50,000 viewers live. Um, and, and that's the first time I've seen those streams get to that size in that multitude of streams. Um, so TikTok's probably just like, 
let's fucking go. Like we finally found an finally found an audience. It's it's these NPC folk. Uh, let's let's try to monetize them uh, and bring them in. Um, so we'll see. That that would be like a circle of hell for me if I was made to sit down and watch those NPC streams because that's one of my like. Did we still say the word trigger? It's one of my hugest yeah. triggers. Is is loud repetitive noises oh, and especially really? mouth noise mouth noises oh like don't just, tune into just, that i'm just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta not tune into those streams for sure for sure uh what do we got 10 minutes eight minutes cody you want to talk uh oh. sea of thieves uh sure yeah also i have a, a little bit of news okay um a little see random first, personal news, news here what do you want? we'll do see we'll, we'll we'll do you know news real quick because it's news not a big deal first news first um I have joined an indie dev studio. Oh yeah, yeah. I am actually uh, officially a producer. Nice. Um, I'm meeting with them every single week. They they pitched me their idea a couple months ago. I I played the demo of it. I think it's something that could be absolutely amazing. And uh, they have said that, that it's it's an established team, which was one of my like check boxes in getting back into game dev. Is I want to work with an established team who is already producing. Uh, it's a team that uh, where some of them have, you know, veteran stuff under their belt. And uh, and it's it's already going along very well. They brought they actually seeked me out and they were like, we want to bring you in at this stage of the development because there's a lot that can change and a lot that we can add and do. This is the time to do it. And frankly, we want you to help us, like, make this the best it can be. Cool. Um, so there's like zero information out about it yet. Uh, there's a lot of information coming, but I am very excited to see where this game is going. If if done properly, I feel like this could be like a very unique, amazing, awesome experience. So, yeah, I just, you know. Cool. Look for Ko's new game, Congrats. Legends of the Raid Shadow. <laughs> yeah. Does it have a name or is it a code name? Uh, it, it has it has a name. Okay. Yes, but not that it's public yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just didn't know if, in terms of where it was at, code name or, or actual name. Cool. Look forward to so, it. That'll be fun. Uh, anyway. So back to important things. Uh, sea of Thieves. I played the Monkey Island Part One. Any good? Uh, now, what is absolutely incredible about this is they have made an entire 3D version of the original Monkey Island's island. Like you actually run around. You talk to all the same characters. Even the Loom guy is there. Um, they have added like new puzzles and stuff, basically to um, make it more Sea of Thievesy and work with those mechanics. Uh, it's a very light kind of adventure game at this point. But for Monkey Island fans, it is awesome. Uh, they got the guy that actually voices Guybrush to to be Guybrush. Huh. And um, what's also super cool is there's all sorts of not only like little Easter eggs and stuff for Monkey Island, but you enter an area in full 3D and there'll be a stool in the corner. And if you go and sit on that stool, the camera rotates around and you are looking from the perspective of the 2D adventure game, and then Guybrush will come on and, like, say an Easter egg about that scene. And that happens, like, multiple times throughout it. Just, like, like anytime you get to an area from the original game, if you think, like, where would I need to be for this to look like from the game? Nine times out of ten, there's a place you can sit, and then he'll, like, give you a little thing about it, which is super cool. So, so it was... Uh, well, I was going to say, it's like a love letter to Monkey Island fans. Yeah, it's fan service. It's to fan Monkey service. Yeah, it's 100% yeah. Sea of Thieves fan service to Monkey Island fans. Okay. And it That's works cool. wonderfully. Uh, it's only the first of multiple parts. Oh. And um, it, is, it, is, it is 
I'm there's no question I'm going to be day wanting this as they continue. Yeah, like it was just it is was it, just a joy to play. Is it free? Yeah, it's a free update for Sea of Thieves. Which is I think the is game also free? free now? <laughs> I want to say it's free. I don't know. Oh, anything about solo. oh it's completely soloable. So oh, okay, this is cool. in the this is in the container of what's called a tall tale, which is basically a standalone experience that you do not need to do with other people. Oh. And it like it's much more story focused, and it it can be just you in your thing. It's on game. Oh, I'm sorry, it's not free, but it's on Game Pass. There we go. Game is not free, but it is on Game Pass. Sure. So there's that. Um, but yeah, it, it, I had zero issues playing it solo, and um, and it was just a joy to do. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Cool. Is this the first one of these that they've done? No, they did a Sea of Thieves for Pirates of the Caribbean. That's right. They did that Disney. Or, excuse me, a, a Tall Tale. Yeah, they tall did a Tall Tale for okay. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. Yeah. And I, when they told me about that, they were like, now that you've done Monkey Island, are you going to do Pirates of the Caribbean? I was like, ah, I don't know. I can't really do that without Johnny Depp. It just wouldn't feel right. And everyone in chat was like, they found someone that sounds just like him. Like, if you if that's what's stopping you, like, you should still give it a try. So I may give it a try at some point. Because apparently the guy that plays him is fantastic uh, at it. So we'll nice. see. Maybe down the road. But I will say, like, the the allure of that to me, no question, was Monkey Island. And uh, and it and it did it great. It, it, did, it did what it set out to do very, very well. Cool. A lot of fun. Zeke, you got anything for Uh, two or three minutes? (laughs) Yeah. I got one game that I played Vagrant Story for. um, Oh, yeah. I saw a tweet that said you were frustrated with it. What happened? Was that the game that you were frustrated with, or is that a different game? Uh, I think it was probably. That sounds right for this game. Um, (laughs) What what was frustrating uh, about Vagrant? Super old? Oh no 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 uh, no that was yes yeah no no this uh, that was vagrant story right because everything takes two or three more seconds I believe is what I was complaining about because might be I don't it, know like I, I I had I had trouble like um, separating this from the other recent game the other um, um, uh, Soul Reaver that I played oh. <clears throat> um because they're of a similar I think they're similar era similar kind of Similar, like, like sort of similar look ish, um, but let's see. Yes, Vagrant Story is one of those older games that could be great to go back to, but the quality of life is just abysmal. Everything takes three to ten extra seconds, and that idle time just adds up. Uh-huh. I would love to see a remake with those things in mind because the mechanics and story are great. It that and it, I I stand by that because it it the patience we used to have we don't have anymore as gamers. <laughs> um, for sure. a lot of things. Sometimes we can overlook it. Sometimes it's, you know, there's certain things that old games have that we're like, okay, it's fine. It's an older game. But like every, like this one this was one of those games that it was just like, oh, I got to go save. Sit, like six button presses just to save the game, you know? And it's just like screen. Yes. Do you accept? Okay. Save file. Here to go. And confirm and and then 10 seconds to actually save it cuz when you get the game, like I did on PS3, it emulates a PS1, so the save times are exactly as long as they were on the PS1. So it's 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 difficult to um, get over that. Yeah, with the with the you know what we've become used to today. Was it? And I'm, I play a lot of old games, so I've got a lot of forgiveness. But this one was just it was just too much. However, on the plus side, the game itself is is like the story is good. I like the mechanic, the um the battle mechanic of the sphere that goes out of you 
um, to be able to attack something. So if you have like a dagger, your sphere is really small. If you have a crossbow, your sphere is really big because of the, of the range on it. Um, and I like that idea. And I like the idea of once you get into the battle mode, it kind of pauses and you can pick where to hit them if you're in range of their head, their body, their right arm, left arm, tail, whatever. I like that. Like that all was very, very cool. Um, the puzzle solving also very, very cool. I didn't mind. Like you play a lot of stacky block, but <laughs> I don't mind stacky block. I'm a fan. You know, it doesn't okay. bother me. Yeah. Um, but here's a save. <laughs> I, am I going to save it? No, I already did. Okay, never mind. I already did. Um, but uh, it's 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 an, another one of those like it's semi punishing like on boss fights. If a boss like you're learning the boss and then you die, you're like, okay, go back to the save point, go back to the boss, and you have to sit through the fucking cutscene again. You're like, oh god, like the fourth time, it's just like, oh, mother, you know, these like slow like oh cinematic cutscenes the you see the foot like step in the frame and then you see the other thing step in a frame and they're all like you know a minute long and you're just like can't like and you can skip some of them but not the boss ones no bosses like, there are, are certain like yeah you gotta no. watch that shit every time <laughs> i'm just saying if this game got a quality of life remake update whatever i would go back to it in a, in a heartbeat because it has so much else going for it that I that I enjoy. Plus, plus, I would be remiss if I didn't mention assless pants. There are a lot of characters who have assless pants in this, and it's a choice. And I don't know why that choice was made, but I'm in it. I'm 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 I'm, I'm all about it. That's cool. Just like you can see them cheeks yep. for a lot of characters, not just the main character. For a couple of different characters, you see them cheeks, That's and it's a, it's very strange. It's a wild okay. game. Yeah. Yeah, I hope this gets uh, some sort of uh, remade, remastered, next one. I don't know. Now that you've played it, hopefully the, the curse. Yep, the curse. That's hey, right. Come on, magic. I'm hoping my magic, there's some, oh, there's some magic left in that old hat. <laughs> like, I hope it, I hope it works. <laughs> it's good. It is, uh, I would say it's, it's safe to say it's like a beloved game, uh, but it is a love it or hate it game yeah. as well at the same time. It oh, for sure, both, for sure. So. Cool, cool. That's it. Cool. That's our show. Let's do some shout outs. Let's wrap it up. Uh, I don't think we're going to have a guest next week. We'll see. I'll let you guys know. Um, but I don't have that anyone planned this the moment. The 30th. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we should be good. Uh, let's do some shout outs. Zeke, start us off. What up, everybody? Thank you for joining us. Big thanks to Sven from Larian Studios for joining us and answering all the Baldur's Gate questions we could throw at him in an hour. Uh, and let me say, that dude had better answers, like uh, to, like j- good answers to my joke questions. I was like, I wasn't expecting like an actually useful, you know, good answer to my stupid joke question, but he absolutely did it. So hats off to Sven for joining us. Uh, thank you to Cohen JP. Also, for being the co-host every week, uh, my name is Ezekiel the Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. And Ezekiel the Third, all spelled out on Instagram and TikTok. If you want to join me on Tuesday, it looks like I'm going to be finishing up uh, the last couple of hours of My Friendly Neighborhood. If you want to see the conclusion of that Muppet, excuse me, Puppet. Legally distinct Muppet. Uh, <laughs> legally distinct. Correct. That, that, that uh, puppet show horror, horror thing, survival thing. 
Uh, I'll be doing that. And then after that, I will be checking out. Yes, I have been influenced. I'll be checking out that um, um, Halls of Torment. Halls of Torment. It's good. It's great. Yep. Have fun. You're going to like it. Yep. yep. So I'll see you then if you want to come on over. Thanks cool. for watching. Cool. Shout outs. Hi. As always, thanks to JP and Zeke for the show. And a huge shout out to Sven. Just incredible to have him on. Not only for, again, right before the release of the game they've been working on for six years. It's been incredible. So, yeah. Uh, huge thanks to him. And everyone who submitted questions, which he answered a bunch of. Awesome. On that note, hi, I'm Ko. I'll be on tonight for some Cozy Quest and then tomorrow morning for more Remnant 2. We've got a lot of stuff coming up this week as we get everything ready for Baldur's Gate in 11 days. So I very much hope to see you guys here for that or next week for all that fun stuff too. So thanks for watching and have a good one. Hey, speaking of Baldur's Gate, did they say anything about Steam Deck? I don't Uh, know. We should think it was mentioned. We should have asked asked him. It would have been perfect. I'll get him back okay, on the we'll show. We'll ask him when he comes back. If, if he comes back, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll ask, yeah, him. We'll ask him, him about it when he comes back. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Good idea. It's a good idea. Uh, hi, hello. Hi, how could I forget that? I don't know how we forgot it. I don't know how I forgot it. Uh, what am I doing tomorrow? Tomorrow we got a sponsored stream. We're playing some Assassin's Creed. Ubisoft sponsored us because I think they're doing a sale. I don't know what's happening. I'll talk about it tomorrow uh, when I get the cheat sheet to tell me more about that uh, sponsored stream. And then uh, Tuesday day off, Wednesday, there's no last call, so it'll be a normal stream. Thursday, I think, is Puzzler Day, so I'm going to play a bunch of uh, bunch of puzzle games, probably Viewfinder, probably Curie Master, probably that Mars game, uh, and uh, we'll do it at Cosplays. It's a, it's a Thon reward uh, that the community supported, so that's Thursday. Friday is the big uh, Final Fantasy XIV Fan Fest Day. So I think they're going to be showing 7.0 trailer or something. They got a keynote. We'll be watching that live. Saturday is Exile Con. Uh, that's later in the day, I think, Ooh, around 6 yeah. p.m. Eastern. I'll be watching that. I'm sure a lot of other creators will be as yeah, well. Me too. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I think if you want to join me and Gassy Mexican, they're doing like a big sponsor push for that coast. Yeah. They're getting a lot of people. Yeah. I, I'm in there too. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll, we'll chat. Uh, that's next Saturday, and then yeah, apparently uh, this one's gonna be big, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's gonna be some big stuff there. Yep, ton of people sponsored for it. Yeah, um, so they're doing a big marketing push. We'll talk about it next Sunday. I am for which sure. which one is that? Exo Prime Path of Exile. Exile Con is Path of, uh, Path of Exile. Yeah, that's their big okay, okay. their big event. They're gonna show a lot of Path of Exile two stuff. They'll probably talk about their new league uh, or season. I don't know what Poe calls it. League, I think. That's in August sometime. They'll probably announce that. Um, yep. I think that's it. Oh, and then I'm launching merch. Co, did you get your merch, by the way? It said it got delivered. I, was, I, yeah, I didn't ask I you. did. I got, mm-hmm. it I got good. this. And then I, got I, got, the, I got the, uh, yeah, I got the, the mug, but I haven't gotten, I don't think I've gotten oh. the blanket yet. Yeah, yeah. Blankets. I'll open My all that up on there. And, and love finding we'll, new interesting ways to rip that apart as they have every one that they have before now. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, I'll launch that probably later this week, and then we'll circle back around and do this whole drop frames thing again. Cool. <laughs> Just waiting for JP. Like, uh, so the package arrived, right? So, I mean, you're not wearing it. So. <laughs> oh, I got a mug. I got a mug and a blanket. They got a mug and a blanket. Did you get yeah. the right size? Because I could talk to somebody <laughs> if you want to wear it next time on the. Show. <laughs> no, he said he ordered it. That's all I was saying. Yeah. And then the, yeah. the merch guy said that it got delivered. I didn't know if Coke got it or not. <laughs> Anyways.
we're out of here. Thank you so much for watching. If you're waiting for this fan interview, we're going to upload it immediately after I close here. And then uh, YouTube's got to do its processing. Maybe 30 minutes, 45 minutes, something like that. So look forward to that. YouTube.com slash MJP. We're out. We'll see you next week for more Drive Frames. Have a good one. Bye-bye.